the city of Corvosa, largest in Beresia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zindane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugar Fuel Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 8 Voice of the Editor here. It's cyclone weather as we record these, and indeed in the background of this session, there is a cyclone going on. Uh, We've endeavoured to remove as much wind sound from the audio as possible, you'll hear the odd bit of blow, however, and our voices sound a little tinny as a result of the audio editing. Bear with us, it's just a consequence of the unavoidable weather this episode. Anyway, speaking of strippers... (laughs) That's a great segue. Yeah. When last we left you, Corvosa had been stripped of its defences. Oh, excellent. Okay. Nice try. And a lot of us got gainfully employed. And some of us got diseased. The riots had <laughs> the riots have stopped. The Hell Knights having uh, successfully oppressed, I mean suppressed them. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Mum. Um, let's see what else did you do? Uh, you went to visit Queen Iliosa and met her and her bodyguard Sabrina Merrin. Um, Iliosa was. Um, vastly appreciative to you for bringing her brooch back. It meant a lot more to her than some piece of jewellery. Um, I should pretty much everyone remembers this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she has signed you, uh, asked you to basically sign up as, um... Uh, reserve for Yeah, reserve, cards. thank you. Yes, reserve... Reserve... Uh, reservist, specifically. It's not been a Corvosan guard, because the Corvosan guards are one of the outfits that you could work for as a reservist. Mm. It's effectively oh, you're, yes, that's right. you're getting you're getting paid and are available to be theoretically um, recruited by any given uh, military law organization within the city. Yes, but theoretically, Saturday could walk down the street naked. It's not going to happen, though. Wow, look at that! Yeah, that uh, was nice something. <laughs> and, I can't remember if we did anything else last night. Uh, there was something else as well. There was the guy that we met, the, um, the guy um, in the room. Vandal Kazdale. Yeah, Arcona. Oh, Gorio Arcona, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Who is this? He was polite and charming, you know, if you weren't sure what day, which, which fortuitously you weren't. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Met somebody else as well. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I've, I've found the person that I don't like now. Glori- glorious cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My other character. That was awesome. Uh-huh. That was another thing. And I, I got cock blocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I wasn't intentionally trying to go there. You're a bad. I wasn't trying to go there, but I got cock blocked. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that happened. <laughs> that was great. Mm-hmm. And just everyone looks at those cheekbones and figures you're trying to go there. <laughs> Hey, her husband's been dead five days now. 
<laughs> the waiting period is over. Yeah, as soon as the corpse calls, you're fine. <laughs> well, to be honest, given that her husband was a notorious whoremonger. Mm. You know. yeah. Why not? The question is, what is the calling period? Until the corpse calls. Yeah, I I think there's no I think there's no specific standard for how long till it's okay to bang a queen whose husband's died. I think yep. you need to rely on your sense motive for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's giving me flashbacks to this um period movie with um aristocrats and servants and things and the um the um the wife of the um lord sleeping with her manservant and um. You know, he propositions her on the night, some, the night after somebody gets murdered in their house, and she looks at him and, well, I suppose life must go on. <laughs> this is the most unromantic scene I think I've ever seen. So, uh, you have um, you have solved your orphan problems. Yes, well, except for the five that are still staying in um, to, um, to Garen's house. Right, but we we. We talked the easy to solve ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. The group. You have achieved the orphans distributed um, mm-hmm. at- achievement. Yeah, so we, we now have the house to ourselves, sort of. Uh, you were asked to report in at your convenience to um, Citadel Walshink mm-hmm. and um, Chrysidia Croft, the field marshal and leader of the Corvosan Guard. Mm-hmm. And I believe we literally just left on you. You left Castle for both of them. Yeah, so we just walked out the door and took our first breath. Yeah, because everybody wanted to talk to um, her on the way out. Yep. Yeah, and then we left. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so um, what time of day is it at this point? Because we were waiting around in there for a couple of hours. Yeah, but that was the thing you did. So at this point, it's probably 2.30, 3 o'clock. Because we still can do the, the seance thing and what's it at the Fortune Colors caravan. That's yeah. not a store. Store, not yeah, yeah. store. Store, yeah. Um, so Is that I would suggest way? I would suggest we look at doing that because we're killing I'm dying of curiosity. Not enormously. You're here. Yeah. Giant giant square pyramid of Castle Corvosa. Mm. She's down here in the west. Oh, you're not that far away. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. As we're leaving the castle um, I think we'll probably get about ten steps away from the castle, and then suddenly Silver will just curse to himself, like, really loudly. Shit, shit, shit! Oh no, I've done the wrong thing! Oh no, oh, oh, shit! He just realised what he's just put his name down for. <laughs> <laughs> he was suckered in by a preface. <laughs> he just realised he's now going to have to go and see his mum at some point, and the Hell Knights at some point. <laughs> He, he wasn't thinking about that while he was talking to them. He was like, oh, the full range of what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> oh. Just oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not happy about working. It's going to be weird looking, working for the law for me, too, but there's no need to take on, so. Uh, I, I don't mind most of it. There's just some areas of it that... Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Extra coin. Yeah, everyone could up their standard of living. Mm-hmm. I, I need to give a standard of living. Uh, I, I, already, I already put the extra 10 GP on my money. Like, no, I, I'm, I'm currently same. homeless. <laughs> yes, but only because you haven't bothered to go find another place. Yes, you're currently lost. I haven't bothered. 
I've been yeah. sick for it's most like of been, It's like you've been in the middle of riots, three diseases. You've been meeting with the queen. I'm still recovering from one of my diseases. <laughs> me.
this is not much, however. Um, there are only really the faintest traces of something flickering here. It's like the odd little spark just running across the wood as opposed to the house is on fire. So there is evil energy here, but not a lot of it at all. I'll ask you to keep it up. Yeah. yeah which, while we go inside. Yeah, you can do so trivially. And, uh, direct me to the Towards the evil thing. Oh, okay, but I'm, you may want to uh, just check the doors first. I mean, last time we were invited in, she may have left some nasty surprises for us <clears> this time around. And, um... That sounds like my cue. Jack will um, go yeah. up and You move up, you sort of lean against the door, you look casually at it, because yeah. you don't want to be seen to be breaking in here. Yeah, no. Today. So I am familiar Probably with how to do this. Search check. <clears throat> this is more the pre-breaking in inspection here. Uh-huh. Not casing the joint. Yeah. Uh, that's a 13. Okay. So... I'm confident there's no traps. <laughs> yeah. Based on based on what your conclusions are from looking at it, you think it's it's very similar to the building next door and the building next door to that and the building next door to that. The door is locked, but with a cheap, basic DC-10 lock and shows no... Um, you see no signs of any unusual mm. security on it. This is this is exactly what you would expect to find in a cheap Parisian shop, basically. All right. You are confident in that conclusion, having mm. rolled your 13. Yep. So you will need to pick the lock, but you can, I imagine, pretty trivially achieve that. So, um, is the street outside busy enough that I'm going to um, need to obscure this in some way? Uh, it's not going to be terribly difficult for you. You've got, like, five, four people around. Cool. Yeah. All you need to do is lean down at the lock. Yeah, so... Um, and with it for six seconds. Uh, it is locked. Um, if um, people can just kind of stand a little way in front, I'll open it. Or um, if you want to be like all times, you could start uh, start doing a dance on the other side of the street and attract the patrons. <laughs> Does she need a box to stand on to get to the door knob? No, not the slightest. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's, it's a door lock beneath the door knob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like four-year-old children can open normal-sized doors. Oh, yeah. But she's and we should know. <laughs> I was about to say. She is very small. I think I actually am about Zoe-sized. Possibly slightly shorter than Zoe at this point. Yeah. Two foot ten. And I endeavour to pick a lock. Yep. I can make a last me check. What's your last me bonus? Seven. Yeah, you pick the lock. Yeah, I, I thought ten. That if you fail, you pick it again next round. If you're going to spend twenty rounds doing it, you might have a problem, but you're yeah. going to succeed pretty quickly here. So yeah. You can roll if you feel like rolling no, the dice. Um, okay, so you lean, lean against the door. Cheek, basic lock. You open the door, as you expected, nothing goes off in your face. Sweet. Um, inside... Because you were just trolling me, right? <laughs> no, I, no, no, Adam Would I do that? that? Yeah. Adam suggested you check it. So. Yeah, yeah, but Jared was giving me a hard time about my crappy search roll and the hopes of making me jump. <laughs> uh, the place looks abandoned. It's a little dusty in here. There's no signs of um, obvious food on the table. Um... Now, when you last came in here, um, there was, you know, a cheap table set up in the middle of the room, there were some hangings on the wall, all that kind of thing. All of that stuff is still here. It looks like when you left it, except 
when you came in last time, the place looked maintained, like it's like someone was living here. Um, when you come in this time, it looks like the occupant has been dead for several weeks. Yeah. How long have you? So, but it hasn't been several. So no, it looks. It's, it's been a week at most, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so it looks more. Di- so it looks more disreputable than it could have gotten in only a week. Uh, yeah. Uh, you spoke with Zalara a week and a half ago. Um, there are, you know, layers of dust thick enough. They're not massively thick, but they're thick enough that you can scrape some off with your finger. I didn't see through the illusion. <laughs> it was an illusion? Well, I think... Last time you were th- here. Th- th- this dust didn't get this way in only a week, and it wasn't here last time. Did you interact with the illusion? <laughs> well, we said it was table and stuff. Yes. We didn't dust the floor, admittedly. Speaking of dusting the floor, um, what footprints do I see on the floor? Um, I'm going to incidentally, I'm going to beacon everybody inside and shut the door, so yeah, it yeah. looks like we're not here. Uh, yeah. Well, a survival check. Right. Or search, actually, if you're just looking to find them. Yeah, just yeah. search. Yay, 11. I have a negative blister. <laughs> When you when you squint at the floor, you can see a few little scrape marks and things that might be footprints. But we're not talking a place that in, that's inches thick with dust. It's just you know nobody's dusted in the last two months or so. Yeah. Two months. I will ask Darren if Darren can see. Which about? Uh, it's possibly not that long, but that it's it's about a month or so. I think that about matches with um. How long has Lara's been? How long has been? She's been dead a couple of weeks. I yeah. Think. Right. Um, Slightly more now, a month, five weeks at this point. Yeah. Can you see anything? Again, you see that that same sort of thing you saw on the outside of the house. Uh, And can you actually roll me a knowledge religion check? Oh, no. What does this tell you? Miracle Latin with no knowledge religion. Hey, I'm a paladin with one rank of knowledge religion. Oh my gosh, at least it's a skill. Do you know how many points, do you know how many skill points a paladin gets? Same as a butter. And a cleric. No one should have you. No, is it amazing? Woohoo! Oh shit. 21. Woohoo! Fuck. Yay. Thank you, Sarah Ray. So, you do actually know what you're looking at here. Um, it's not actually a sign that something evil is here. It's a sign that something that carries dark energies has been here. Necrotic energies. Undead. Like a ghost. A ghost? That doesn't inherently make the ghost evil, but it will always detect very slightly as evil because it is animated by necrotic energies. Yeah, but it's, it's something not natural. Yeah, whatever its intent or purpose. And that's that's what you get here. Like this house is vaguely haunted. I, I think we uh, we talked to the to the royal person, but she uh, she may have been talking to us from the other side. If you get my meaning. As a ghost, she was a ghost, but she looked really solid. I. Uh, Girls tend to be like that when they're trying to get a message across. And maybe it wasn't an illusion with the house. Maybe she was just bringing that with her, making this place look like when she was alive. That makes a lot of sense. 
I can live with that. That's way less creepy than what I thought with the horrible golem. How does that connect with that her and the cards? Because would that mean that the reason she reacted about her having the cards was because she had them in life? Well, but the cards obviously yeah. wouldn't have been here either. No, but that she reacted. But ghosts, ghosts yes. often maintain, you know, like things yeah. that are of significance to them. That they yeah, that's what I'm saying. She had her cards, but when we asked about them, she was like, Yes, I got them back. Maybe that's why she's not here. Maybe because we bet we found out what happened to her and buried her. Maybe she's not haunting this place anymore. Flora, yeah. you can feel the deck in your pocket is reaching to you. Okay. That's that's as I, much as you get I'm out no, of it. There's I'm just the sensation of you you become growingly aware that you possess the deck as if it's whispering yeah. to you. I'm. Do I think doing the reading here or where she lived? This is like up the back. No, it, it would be where she did her readings on yeah. that okay. table there. I will go room. to the this table. This is the Harrow table. And I will do a reading to see. So to begin with, she gets the deck out and puts it on the table. Does yep. anything happen? Because if not, then reading begins. Yeah. So you feel a sense of vague peace when you put the deck out on the table. As if this is this is right, and then you start dealing cards out. Um, Do you need more money? No, I'm good. I can hear the sound of a baby not sleeping. <laughs> Did you he, go into it? No, not at this stage. He's not, he's not yelling, he's laughing and making white noises. Mm-hmm. So that's how mums get super hairy. It starts when they're babies, and mm-hmm. you keep it up as they grow. It's keep up the it's, it's not actually necessarily. Mothers are better at hearing their kids' cries than they are other other noises. You get sensitised. I think dads as well. And this is the first card that comes up. Oh god! Oh. Oh. A place of illusions and dreams. Interesting. Um. And. As you do, as as you do so, um, everybody will now get a will save. Oh, watch me fail! Oh gosh, will here's save. another disease. Not from a will save. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a weird disease. Yeah, and eleven. Fourteen. Mm. Eleven. Fourteen. As Flora lays this card out, there is a creak at the door, the door opens, and Zolara Zendane walks in. Oh. Uh, did I pass my roll save? No. Oh. Yeah? Uh, uh, Flora. Yeah? Because you're expecting, you're, you're <laughs> it, it, basically everyone gets a will save because you're potentially expecting more weird illusions and crap here. You, you can see through this, however. The door does not open. Um, it, you see basically like the translucent overlay as an illusory door opens and illusory Zalara walks in and she starts speaking to you. It's like she's there, but only in the form of an illusion. There's no physical corporeal entity in front of you. And she steps into the room, appears to close the door behind her, and looks to you. You succeeded then. Well, not entirely. We didn't fight the real Gadron. 
we found we found something that was like him, but we haven't found the real Gadjin yet. But we freed the children. I know. I and she shimmers. Her legs begin to turn slightly translucent, and she begins to float very slightly. And at this point, she very much looks like a ghost. I'm, I'm going to uh, like, uh, indicate for her to come down. Yep. And she will actually come down and take a seat vaguely at the table. She's floating about half an inch off the chair and is becoming slightly more translucent and sort of wobbles slightly in a non-existent wind. So, uh, I have your power. I know. I can feel them. What would you like me to do with them? Do you have family that I can pass them to? She winces just very slightly. Not anymore. Gadrin stole them from me. I thought then that I could do something about it. That my cards would lead me to him. That I would be able to spy him out, take word to the guards. I was caught, and I died. But Corvosa has never let its dead rest easy. It would seem that our city is not yet done with me. I did not pass to peace. I felt the calls return, like this. I am dead, and I have been dead since before many of you met me. I did not even realize it at the time, until you found the deck, and I felt Flora's horror. I knew what had happened to me again, what I had become. I would not allow them to win. I would not allow this to conclude with my death. I still needed champions. And even now I feel that Corvosa, Corvosa herself has called you. And me, it would seem. I ask you to hold my deck. It is there that my spirit resides. Now that you know what I am. What I have become. I am no longer tethered to this place. I am... Where my spirit has always been. In my cards. I will hold them for as long as you want me to. They speak to me and they tell me that Corvosa will need my visions. That you will need my visions in days to come. If you're sure, I mean, it seems like you deserve to go on to peace. I do not feel pain. I feel... must understand that I am a great believer in destiny. There are places where one is meant to be. If I was meant to die at the hands of Gadrin Lamb's thugs, it was not meant to be my end. I have seen... She shakes her head slightly. Fire. Darkness. Plague. Death catching throughout Corvosa. 
and I knew one thing. When I fell, I would need to go on. My spirit reached out. All the spirits of the unquiet dead that Lamb has slain, his victims who cry out for justice, they called me back. And they, in turn, showed me the path to those who had been wronged by him, but who had the power to do something about it. You are not the only ones. There are others, and yet... A day came, the same day I died, and you were there, in fire. What, fighting that fire? Where I nearly got, I nearly got, um, I nearly got captured but I ran away and then I helped get the orphans out the window. That that? There are two kinds of people in the world. There are those who will run away from the fire, and there are those who will run into it. Were you all there as well? And it was out of the side window. I heard somebody yelling about how many people were in the building with a big, loud voice. Alright, that was me. Yeah. Let me out out there too. I was outside creating water to try to Yeah, it was there too. It was then I knew. Corvosa and I both had need of you. You have seen the chaos that I predicted in my reading. The mobs, the burning. A queen alone, a thin reed on the throne beset by all sides. Yeah, she needs support. Encouragement. Something has already begun to occur behind the scenes. Powers and politics move well beyond my vision. But I have no doubt in the years to come that Corvosa will need heroes. I have no specific aid I can offer you. But I do thank you for burying me. I feel at peace. The disquiet over me has passed. For the largest part since that moment I have been asleep. It is the closest I can come in the deck. Here in this place, in my home, my energy remains, and I can manifest. At other times it may not be so, unless I feel a need or crisis, but my cards will always be there to guide you. I'm glad you're okay for that, even if you're not. I'm sorry we couldn't be there for you in time. Everything has a time, and everything dies. I know. I am at peace now. Regardless of how this ends, when my role is done, I will pass from this world and see my son again at the crossroads. what would you like us to do with your house and your store if you were still inside here if we wouldn't want to sell it she 
thinks about this for a minute. No. My spirit has passed on from this place. It is destined to travel with you now. The store itself, there are no fa- there is no family for it to go to. And I had hardly the opportunity to will it to any of you. Let it pass back to the city, or whoever wishes to buy it, and let them find a home here. What do you say, Al? <laughs> as, as, she says, as she says this, you can actually see, Garen, the, um, the flickering around the building is dying out. Like, she is effectively, her energies are passing out of it. They are still in her, because she will always detect as slightly evil, yeah. because she's inherently necromantic being a ghost. Yeah. But this, this doesn't alarm you. You know, there's nothing more evil about her than anyone else. It's just she's an undead. Yeah. So what do you say, Silver? There's an empty house here now. I'm sorry? How can you clean it? What? Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> thinking we can need somewhere to live? Yeah. There you go. There's an empty house. <laughs> Well, it depends on who it belongs to, whether it's a physical or boarded or just rented it. It is merely rented. It belongs to such and such landlord. I'd love to say landlord. It seems unlikely he's in a different part of the city. Yeah. Yeah, but I can see a really, like, um, Bard's Tale sort of scenario where there's just one guy buying up more land. Um... Well, I'd, I'd have to speak to the landlord first and find out whether or not they're okay with it and they're not terrible people this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do that if you want. I can stay here for a while and clean the house. I'd appreciate help if, if that's the case. Her fingers just sort of pass. Mostly through the tape, through the yeah, table. I wasn't saying she could clean. I'm long done clean. with this now. <laughs> I was just saying that Zolara could stay here with me and we could talk. And you guys, or whoever wanted to go out of you guys, could go. So the, the, this this house, you're you're, you're gonna are you gonna be completely parting from it? This belongs to the living woman, Zolara's name. I am no longer she, I am the passing remnant of the memories, the desire to satisfy the needs of those who have died unjustly, to defend and to protect our city, my home, in life and in death. This house is much bigger than my last one. <laughs> what am I going to do with all this space? Get an ID on Zalara's Harrodeck and what it does. Oh, okay. Because um, it, it's effectively she she can identify this for you in such a fashion that you understand the mechanics. Yep. Um, it is, of course, an artifact. Yay! Yay. Minor artifact. Yay. Minor two. Minor, yeah. It's a major way I'm running. Its special purpose is to defend and protect the city of Corvosa, Zalara's home in life and death. Awesome. Um, as to what it does, it basically has an empathic link with Flora as the person who is carrying the cards. 
Um, also, the actual person can actually read yeah. how So, so by read. essentially, Zolara gets an understanding of where you are and what you're doing, generally speaking. And likewise, if she has any particular um, great wisdom to impart upon you, she can send you her feelings, you know, distrust yeah. of this guy, rage at this person, that kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Um, on top of that, she can, she, she can manifest herself as an illusory form. So she can create herself to be, yeah, be an actual, not physical presence, but an actual uh, visual presence that you can see, talk to, and interact with. Um, and on top of that, because you have Harrow as a feat and you can yeah. get Aubrey's and communes and that sort of thing, it's totally up to you as as the player whether it's your cards answering that or whether it's Zilharath. Cool. There's a bit of a blurred line there now, isn't mm. there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it's, it is effectively a masterwork Harrow deck. Um, you can feel free to use it for any other normal Harrow reading purposes. Zalara is perfectly happy for it to be put to that purpose. That's what Harrow deck is there for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does seem like it's kind of like using Yugi's pyramid. There's a lot more going on. <laughs> and it is also kind of inherently indestructible. It yeah. will not bend, rip, break, soak or any of that sort of thing. Because it's a magical artifact. Yep. Uh, uh, it will have a special destruction condition, but Zalara doesn't tell you what it is if she's aware of it. Yeah, fair enough, too. Because mm-hmm. um, magic artifacts are more unbreakable than magic items. Yeah. Than okay. An artifact is, in, is inherently cannot be destroyed unless you satisfy its specific destruction condition. Mm-hmm. So this game... Yeah, the famous one is, of course, the, the Red Mountain in Mount Doom. This deck will have one method of getting rid of it, presumably linked to Zalara or Corvosa in some fashion or another. And when you satisfy that condition, the deck is destroyed. I bring about the downfall of Corvosa with this deck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the um, the uh, other be- because it is also effectively a living, intelligent thing. Um, its powers only work when when Zalara wants them to. So if you start yeah. trying to tear Corvosa down using the powers of your Harrow deck. It'll just stop doing anything. Period. The um, we had a artifact that um, was destroyed in Kingmaker, mm-hmm. and its destruct condition was needed to be struck a blow with a good aligned weapon by a good aligned man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the um, the downside was that person would go permanently blind. Oh, and not the kind that can be magically cured. The the other sure. kind. <laughs> wow, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, that, but the conception was, you know, we were looking at this potentially evil artifact, and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, likewise, the, um, it's just the, hanging around. The, the other one that's come up is the flag of the Amatatsu family, their ancestral flag with an artifact, and it was destroyed when you planted it at the grave of the last, of the last living Amatatsu. So when the entire family's dead, you plant the fa- flag in their graves, and it's destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't get rid of it without destroying the family. The funny thing is that's a minor magic artifact. Mm. The major ad- artifact was the throne, mm. which would only stop doing magical things when everybody in the country was dead. No, that's not actually true. It was much more hardcore than that. It was when the city was... Re- it was when the land of Menkai disappeared. Yeah, when Menkai itself sank into the sea. <laughs> the throne is destroyed. So a lot uh, of these things are here for kids. And you yourself, Susan, had Tempest. Yeah, I was about to say, Tempest artifact. had... Yeah, what, yeah. Was this, what, what was Tempest breaking condition? Uh, it, it never told you. Marshall never told you. 
obviously, yeah. and you never researched it. It was take a wish from Javul. Oh, yeah, sure. That would do it. As soon as its wielder takes a wish from Javul, Tempest ceases to just shatters. Yeah. Wow. Good thing I, I wasn't a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing is, it's it's pretty damn unlikely that you'll inadvertently satisfy the destruction conditions. Yeah. Most of the time, it's that you need to go out of your way yeah. on Although a quest of some kind. We were there's actually not a bit of the backstory for the item. You tend to get a vague idea of what it would be to destroy it. Uh, so they're awfully specific. It's not easy to work out if you don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it gives you enough of a vague idea to know. And to you could actually sit down and try and work this out, but it, as it's a, literally an artifact that's been created a couple of weeks ago, it's not the kind of thing you can bardic knowledge, you know, what the yeah, history well, of design is. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, bardic knowledge will tell you how to destroy artifacts. Yeah, yeah. but for a newly made artifact, you, can research, right? you could cool. research similar stories. I mean, uh, Tempest... Yeah, yeah. I'd require a justification for how that would work because I wouldn't be able to say, okay, Sylvie, you know this from reading about it despite the fact that it didn't exist yeah. up until a couple of weeks ago. Tempest on the other hand, strikes me as kind of similar artifacts. I could totally to... give you, you go off to the library, you research, you know, other card-based artifacts and you discover they've all been destroyed vaguely like this and thus you think, blah. Or you go to Sierra and she just gives you a litany of all the artifacts like it throughout history. Yeah. The, um, but um, the other... Thing. I don't know if this is true, but I wonder if um, when Zalara's soul leaves, it'll cease being an artifact and go back to being a normal deck, a normal magic deck of cards. Which, because the destruct condition tends to be, you use it for a really antithetical purpose and it's destroyed entirely. Whereas I wouldn't be surprised if this was only an artifact as long as Zalara's residing with it. Uh, and the other thing that it does, you don't need to write this one down, is of course its plot function. <laughs> is um, when Zalara feels that there are unusual circumstances and great need coming, she will basically tell Flora that it's time to gather the party and have a Harrow reading, at which point she'll appear and do the same thing she did again. Do you want to know how that was worked, despite the fact she was dead? Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, when, when Adam said she's a ghost, I, I, I suddenly got it. I was, I was fascinated by your conclusion that she was a secret disease girl. I'm like, that's really interesting. <laughs> but I can't go there because of what yeah, th- this makes much more sense now, but without the context, I didn't put it together. GM's always amused by watching the players draw, draw wrong conclusions. <laughs> like, you know, from a certain point of view, that makes more sense than what I've actually got. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't be surprised if you took some of our wrong guesses and used them in later campaigns. Yeah, yeah all over the show. <laughs> I've done it several times already. Oh, gosh. Alright. And I will move up to Zolari's spirit and give her a little hug. Yep. And to you, she feels solid. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll I'll go up to her and 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 take one of her hands and and thank you. I'll, I'll take care of this place if, if if I do move on. You're welcome to it. It has been a happy home for me and my family for many years. Hopefully, there'll be more pleasant memories in this house. <laughs> and if no one else wants her for anything further. She fades out and just disappears as if she was never there. Um, Flora, you get vague feelings off the deck of just peaceful contentment. And again, now that you're aware she's in there, you can feel that the Botsalara was saying, it's like she's asleep. She's dimly aware of what's going on and what you're doing, but she's not basically just sitting around for endless hours getting bored. <laughs> 
So she's in that half awake state when you're just getting up. Yeah, pretty much. What I will do um, is, for personal things, I will use her deck. Yep. For the purposes of my store, I will use my deck. Yep. Telling you, because you probably need to know that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Alright. So, um, I'm thinking at this point we might want to go about our separate ways, like, um, well, I'm going to stay here and clean, because it needs a clean. Okay. Um, so if anyone wants to stay and Alright, I'll, 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 I'll help you with that then. Um, that because like someone it. has to do it anyway, so that might as well be us. And um, possibly um, Silver, if he's interested, can go try and track down the landlord. Sure. Yep. What does a guy have to do to find a landlord around here? Uh, she, she can, she can and has literally told you where he lives. Oh, so okay. It's not very hard. I was going right. to say we will have had the address, and if we don't, yeah. I can ask. Yeah. Well, if, you don't, if you're not be needing me, I'll be going back to the floor to make sure it hasn't burned down without me in the way. And you can maybe leave Silver's friend Nakoda to know that um, Silver might have found him a place to live. All right. Well, you, get, might have, get, you might have found silver a place to live. <laughs> well, it's like you can you can of course just rent a random apartment somewhere, but this would certainly well, be I was a like, more thematic choice. I was thinking that we could go into the the bard the bard town thingy. What's it? Bard's end. Bard's yep. end. I thought we yeah, could rent there, but like this place seems like it's at least thematic with with the story. So that was what I was planning on doing. If, if this wasn't a an yeah. Well, you can up. find out what the rent is and see if it's something you yeah. can actually afford. For yeah, can I afford this place? <laughs> uh, you you would assess looking around it. That's a common standard of um, lifestyle. Oh, okay, so it is, you, it is you, affordable. Because yeah. it's a shop and a because it's a shop and a house. Mm. You know, you obviously have no particular interest in running a shop out of it. So you could like convert the downstairs room and have big bedroom for Nakota, big bedroom for you. Oh. Also, the landlord hasn't been paid in like two months. So. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably pretty ready for a new tenant. <laughs> yeah. Especially after the rioting. <laughs> and yeah, when you go to clean the place up, like, it's it's a couple of hours' work, but it's not terribly hard, uh, you will find pretty much what you're expecting to find. It looks like someone lived here, then kind of just walked out for the, for an afternoon stroll and then never came back. Yeah. There's a bunch of clothes, and there's light layers of dust over everything. The food in the cupboard was all rotten and needs to be thrown out now. Yeah. There's a light layer of dust over everything, but there's, you know, clothes in the cupboard, you know, a small amount of pennies yeah. <laughs> around the place, that kind so of thing. So enough to give Kaylin flashbacks. <laughs> so, um, given that she doesn't have any family, and Silver probably won't want these clothes. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's an older Parisian woman's clothes? <laughs> hey, he <laughs> may be into theatre. He's got disguise. He's got the best skills. the clothes and the money to one of the orphanages. But where like, would he get the watermelons? Because it's not really out. Like, one of the orphanages or a church or something. Because it's not really our stuff. Maybe, actually, the Church of Desna would be a good idea, wouldn't it? Because that was her god. Um, and before we leave, I will create water and then bless it and go around the Spot house and the house. store. Yep. And sprinkle it and say a prayer for Desna. So, um, Jack will gather up a package of the, like, I mean, mugs and stuff can pretty much stay. Yeah. But we'll gather up a package of things that are sort of of at least vague value, but that um, aren't any, I don't think are any use to silver, like yeah. women's clothes and the like. Yeah. And just take take them by a church of Desna and, or indeed, the Temple of the Many if yeah, there no is. Yeah, no problem. You, you take them down to um, the. 
the Pantheon of the Many, uh, <coughs> via Hal Sarkona, runs several such things. Yeah, and I will just take them down and donate them specifically to a Disneyarian small group of individuals. Yep. No problem. On my way home. Okay. So, so when you go off, you find the landlord pretty much where you've been directed to. Yeah. <laughs> you knock at the door, there is kind of a vaguely pot belly heading towards balding looking dwarf. Um, oh no, dwarf. <laughs> so uh, Pete opens the door, sort of looks up and down at you. Penny says, Alright, what can I be doing for you this evening? Uh, I hear you have a flat that hasn't got anyone in it. Sorry, flat is the right yeah, apartment. Yeah, he would he would understand that. Yeah. Hey. Alright, you you're talking about you're talking about uh it's actually got an address, hasn't it? Uh, oh shit. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. Three, you're talking about three Lancet Street, aren't you? Yeah, that's the one. I hey, don't know what don't know what happened to the Arrow Reader what lived there, but uh, it wasn't the riots. I haven't, I haven't seen Aiden or Harry Rent in a month, so if she comes back, she's kicked anywhere. <laughs> if she can't bloody pay on time, doesn't matter to me what, she, what she's what she's got going on. All right. Um, so... Besides, everybody knows those cards are a bloody waste of time. <laughs> Just fiction and superstition, oh, really. <laughs> As long as it's not Shantae hating as well as the card hating, I can handle it. Well, the thing is, if you want to find out, if you can just say that, you know, that it would be yeah, me and Shantae for yeah. Dakota renting the place. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have a discussion with him to make sure that he's okay with Shantae, because um, my flatmate is going to be a Shantae, so... Alright, and is, is he a troublesome lad? No, he's is, fine. Is he on the shutter? Are you on the shutter, boy? Your hair looks like you spilled something. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this look. I need to be at some point. Silver brushes his hair back. I'm a bard. This is just my daily get up. I'm clean. As long as as. As long as you, as long as you, as long as you're clean, free. As long as you're clean, not bringing trouble to me place, and you pay the rent on time, it's not, it's not skin off me, big nose. If you happen, to, if you happen to be Chalaxian, Varesian, Dwarven, Chante, Half Orc, or even one of those bloody folk from the River Kingdoms, <laughs> you take two of those boxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not Jack. Yeah. No. I think we can work together then. I will Which... Yeah, rent will be about blah, a month, you know, yeah. pay this much in advance, etc., etc. It seems all pretty standard. Sweet. Yeah. Presumably not like the actual whole 34 G, 34 G. No, no, not remotely. That, the, that, that amount is covering all your food, your rent, your taxes, yeah. uh, your clothes, your board, your entertainment. Your, and your um, disposable things. Yeah, if, every, if all of your expenses, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm in a... In All a of your expenses that aren't explicitly fancy, magical, yeah. adventurer crap. Yeah, so I'm back to common common living again? Yeah. Okay. Yay. So it's probably, what are you, it's probably like five or ten GP a month or something like that. Yeah, Because mm. rent is normally like about a quarter of, maybe a quarter, I yeah. would expect. Unless you're in Auckland. Yeah, I mean, if you... If yeah, you yeah. Have, if you up your lifestyle and want to live in the same building, then what it is is you do the building up and fill it full of fancy silk beds and all that kind mm. of thing. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the thing is that um, the um, Corvosa's got lots of... Corvosa was intended to be a um, chillaxy, much larger chillaxian city because there were going to mm. be lots more people coming over who never turned up. Mm. So there's lots of empty buildings and stuff. Yeah. Oh, proper. Good, really. Well done. Mm-hmm. 
you told me that um, when we were talking previously, and I remembered it. Yes. So yes, the it's re- also, re- it's also why it has so many tie. of these famous criminal abandoned warehouses. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, and it's like it was when the king was alive state, but it's not 
at this point, the large-scale rioting has stopped. Yeah. Um, the paper will have reports on, you know, various little isolated incidents. This protest group broke out into violence here, this kind of thing. But, um, you, you no longer have that. You need to be worried about crossing the city vibe. Cool. Yeah. So do we want to have just a rest day to put our own affairs and then meet up on the... I've got a house to move into. Yeah, (laughs) so I've got to move house. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, you're strong, so you don't have to call on Lucy to help move your sofa. (laughs) Why would you... Why would I ask Lucy? Dakota Dakota looks burly. (laughs) With Mage Hand, she can carry five pounds of stuff at a time. Yeah. That's like... It's more than she can process. Five pounds is not a lot. Oh my gosh. My main is stronger than I am. I'm going to buy flasks. Yep. Yep. And I want to make a whole pile of create water. Yep. And then fill the flasks with that water and then always fill water once they're in the flask. Yep. Makes sense. And have my own holy water. You are most welcome to read the flasks. Um. Silver. After you've been like moving in all day and you're getting pretty tired, you you know come up maybe in the evening, you know to close up the close up the shop for the night. Um, on, in a pot on your doorstep, there's a little pot of, of white roses oh. <laughs> that just appear there no, with no, no obvious explanation. DIY throwing roses. Yeah. Yeah. a pot next to that with a little swan plant with some um, chrysalises on it. So I can diversify. Yeah. <laughs> People have faith in, well, possibly unjustified faith in Silver's garden. <laughs> it's it's cool. I'm sure I'm sure Silver's reasonably okay with it, or maybe Nakoda probably. Nakoda's probably more. This neighborhood's quite welcoming then. <laughs> oh, I think I know who brought these. The, the the one with the, this one plant will have like a little sign, like a little note attached. It's may Desna bless your new house. On your way, and Florence. Mm-hmm. The white roses are just there with no explanation <laughs> or note of any kind. Yeah, but Florence isn't quite that mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Jack's not used to doing that. I'll, I'll show that to Nakoda. So, uh, Flora, if, you, just, yeah, if you, you want the sort of holy of, water um, that um, burn, if, if you want the holy water for ritualistic purposes like blessing houses and that, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, he's still got five years. But I'm happy because now we've got Garen's four to go down to five years. Garen. I said it right then, though. Anyway, my recon is that Jack has problems with water as well. Fair enough. So, so... You're gonna do Jerry? Right? Is it going to get me? Flask. 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 Oh, you heard about that, did you? Yeah, I heard that going on behind my back. And one of the other things I will do, I will offer to any of the orphans if they want to learn tarot reading or dancing, so they can legally bust in the street. I will teach them. So, are are you actually going to um, 
take these orphans to an orphanage at any point? <laughs> well, I think, them? I think the question... Well, so I think do you trust orphanages? Well, the, um, so I don't know if you remember, Sweet, but we talk, we, I talked to them initially about what they wanted to do with their lives. Yep. In terms of advising them of the big orphanage I knew about, yep. which isn't startlingly good. Yep. Um, providing them with a little other advice about alternate professions yep. or, yep. um, you know, suggesting that any who could might want to go back to their parents. Yeah, so, talk so to the them question, about yeah. getting them into a Garrett trade. was looking at pulling a few strings with his contacts. You know, you've got a weaver you know who could you who might want an apprentice, etc., etc., etc. So I think the question is, now that things have calmed down in the city and the five who have not yep. got anywhere to go, what what do they want to do with themselves? Yeah, like, if, if, if you have no particular burning desire to keep your miscellaneous orphans, no. um, you, you can in fact distribute them around the city. You'll yep. get like four or five of them will probably take the apprenticeships of various kinds. Okay. What about the fifth one? He'll go for the orphanage. Yeah. On the basis that he's going to get adopted by a rich guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Who will travel the night in a, in a cape and a mask. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Robert. It's Rob Burt. Rob Burt. Shoulders back. Alright, so... No, that's, okay. what my, that's, what, that's, what, that's what my enemies call me. So I think over the next over the next few weeks, the basement of Garan's house gradually empties out as people find places. You'll learn to fear the name of Greyjack. <laughs> Greyjack, wow. Well, for all we know, Blackjack has been looking for a child, so I guess. A ward, yeah, in fact. Hasn't had one in 200 years, but, you know, <laughs> why not start now? Yeah. Well, maybe the psychic is just in training and then the psychic becomes the new lecture. Yes, indeed. Anything's possible. Yeah. And in case it's also possible that, you know, he just kind of, the orphanage just three squares in the bed. Yep. Blackjack and his child sidekick, Jim Ruddy. So you divest yourself from orphans. You have a day of moving furniture and resting and working and that sort of thing. Yep. It is moon day. Like Monday, but different. And we are heading for the guardhouse, not without a certain amount of pri- uh, private tremors on Jack's part, to talk to Captain Crusida. So where, where, where's the official flight? She- Citadel Volshek. Right, yep. So we're heading to Citadel You are living on the West Dock. This is actually not... not. Um, she's specifically in the south side of the West Dock, so you're probably maybe 20 minutes walk from Citadel Volshek. Okay. It's the kind of thing where you wouldn't bother actually hiring a carriage because yeah. you're close enough to. Alright, let's just have a little familiar uh, r- reminder. Garin's shop is up here. Garin's shop's here. Yep. Uh, Zolara slash Silver's house is now down here. Yep. Uh, Lucy's is around here. Yep. Um, at some point, I might make a proper map with all the stuff on it. Yeah. Florida, Florida's shop. Yeah. shop is down here. Yep, and we live, live the two of us live up here. Yep. All good. And yes, we're all um, possibly meeting, um, at, rather than meeting at the Dwarf's Forge, which is a fair distance from where we're going, meeting at right. Silver's so Shop, is, which is yeah. nice and convenient. Oh, yeah. wow, I'm the central meeting point. Am well, I just for Silver Vault, yeah. Because we know all know where it is. Yeah. yeah. We have bases all over the city. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what, what does it look like now it's been redecorated into the yeah. two bedrooms? Oh, shit, you're talking about a household with two guys on it. Oh, oh, oh very good. Yeah, so you leave it yesterday, but the second you walk in, there's food all over the floor. <laughs> no, Whose underwear is that? <laughs> I'm not sure it's if it's going to be that bad. Shut up. Don't judge me. 
I was just reading a um, or, um, memoir about um, of a woman who um, took a job as a fat frat cook and was um, cooking for any guys in American fraternity. So I don't know what it looked like beforehand, but I assume that Silver's gonna have some. At least some rainbows going on in the place. Because yeah, it, it, it was just a basic two-story wooden. Yeah. Wooden so he would have he would have he would have tried to brighten the place up because he definitely would have wanted it to be bright. I don't know what Nakoda would want, but certainly yeah, he's, he's pretty on board with that. Yeah. So they're probably going to brighten the place up with some light-coloured furniture, open windows, Verizian, Verizian, at least some Verizians that did Disney worshippers. You can get some rainbow hangings. Yeah. Laura could probably give her a good idea on where to get that kind of stuff because that's yeah. what her shop is like. The code is completely unbothered by moving in here. So, this is the fourth place we've moved into where the last <laughs> occupant died. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, I, I, I vetted this guy and he's fine with everybody. Except for potentially Haru Readers. <laughs> still, and now it all, still, still, now it all fit. It's Haru Readers who don't pay their rent. Yeah, Haru Readers who don't pay their rent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we shouldn't get kicked out of this place, or at least without notice. Do you want a hand back? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll do it myself. <laughs> I have power. Yes. Is it dad power? Dad power? Like mums have, have mum power? I wasn't aware that mums had mum power. <laughs> I, I constantly teach my mum about this, yeah. that she has, has superpowers because she's a mum. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I, as, as I became mom, I discovered it. <laughs> you just, yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it's what, mostly an illusion. That's him. At what point do you, uh, does your prestige class allow you to grow eyes in the back of your head? <laughs> so, yeah. I have man power, baby. <laughs> yes. You always text to Jared when we were on our honeymoon about how we've now entered the husband prestige class, which is pretty fantastic. <laughs> Anyway, there's a um, fine quality kids book t- called I Think My Mummy's Magic, which suggests that um, mums really do have magic powers. Dad's a superhero. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. dads automatically charm children into believing they have a 20 strength score. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you two arrive, um, when when you come in, um, Silver's gonna have gonna pass a, a pretty necklace to you that he, he bought as a thank you. Um, for the, the, the moving in gift, because he really appreciated it. Um, he won't know that you gave him, gave him the gift. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. so. There's that Marisian girl two doors down. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's alright. Um, what did you do with the white roses? Oh, they're, they're, they're proudly on the windowsill. Sweet. Yeah, um, he's, he's gonna try and make a small, small windowsill garden out of roses if he can. Or, or something like that. He'll, he'll try Roses and... Roses in the swamp plant, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure which one of us is the, the green thumb. One of us, hopefully, is a green thumb. Uh, Nakota is the person who's actually got training in survival. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I assume that it's Nakota then. That's um, a short he's, yeah. he's got the knowledge nature. Because, like, I've been brought up with, with nobility and we have people doing that for us, so I assume that, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're aware, of course, that you put plants in pots or glasses. Yeah, and you, you put water on them once a week. Yeah, yeah. That's, Maybe yeah. once a month. <laughs> when, they, when they're wilting a little bit. There's water involved in there somewhere. Yeah. So. 
And that kind of just probably kind of goes, you should feed it more often. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'll go and say hello to Matilda. Yeah. yeah. Colourful. <laughs> Missy walks in and she's this Good, slightly, slightly, slightly with a bit of muscle here. Could you help me move this bed? Just walk yeah. around this way. <laughs> there we are. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we've probably got like musical instruments and stuff around the place proudly on display. And Oh god, you're not in a band, are you? <laughs> 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 I didn't mention it, but I hate people <laughs> Especially boy bands. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different matter. Then. As long as you're making music, not pop. <laughs> he wants to. He wants to make music with weed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. So once we get done poking Silver's place, we do actually stand yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's kind of the the. Show, half showing the house prowl, look at my new place, and half of it is the don't look in that room, we haven't unpacked yeah. anything yet. <laughs> I'll take over some like, muffins or something. Oh, wow. For the boys, so they have something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right! Foods! Wow. <laughs> that's what we forgot. Oh, that is up uh, actually atop almost cliff top uh, certainly wouldn't be necessarily completely inaccessible to climb but you'd hate to try and do it with a large amount of troops at a time um, this is the base operations for the Corpos and Guard and a few other various functionaries around the city it is the it is not the permanent jail of the city but there would be several people jailed in here while they're waiting for processing and all that sort of thing uh, Generally speaking, you'd expect this place to be pretty heavily guarded. When you get here, it's operating on the very epitome of a skeleton crew. Uh, There are no guards on the walls watching your approach. There are no guards on the road heading up to it. The only guards are actually on the door. 
Uh, you have seen several guards out in the city doing this, that, and the other thing. I'm going to have to do that at some point. What's that? Run a guardhouse with a literal skeleton crew. Oh. <laughs> I'm uh, looking at, um, as we as we approach it, and it starts to loom forebodingly up, up, up over us, Jack twitches a bit. It looks a bit like the sort of place folk go into when they don't come out of. It does, in fact, look a lot like that. <laughs> it's just an Arkham Asylum. <laughs> no, it's definitely not Arkham Asylum. It's just a but big it's, stone... it's a gothic fortress. It's like. just a big stone fortress. Is it uh, dwarven stone or, like, human stone? Or? Dwarven stone. Oh, okay. Pretty, pretty much everything of um, massive solid construction in the city that isn't the pyramid under Castle Corvosa is dwarven work. Nice. This... Um, Palace Arcona, which used to be the old fortress, the Academy, that sort of thing. <laughs> all dwarf war work. Okay, and there are two sort of nervous guards standing around outside the entrance to it, um, who look vaguely warily as a bunch of people approach in, you know, looking armed and armoured and that sort of thing. Um, however, you pretty much have paperwork that says we're here for this purpose, so yeah. they yeah. immediately let you in. Um, oh, sorry, we've had a sleep. I get to heal. Yeah, yes, you do. <sighs> Um, Dex or Corrin, I probably should get rid of my con blanket problems. Have you, you healed your disease at this point, have you? Uh, oh, no, actually, I, I can do... I don't think anybody... Oh, oh I'll get rid of my... Silver, Silver made his fortitude stage because he made a really yeah. good one right, for yeah, Dave Laura Care for him. And a Flora, yeah, and a Flora made her disease check for the mind fight, which I think she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, because you said it's easy to get rid of when you're not stuck on a yeah, piece no, of Yeah, no, it was only Silver I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. No, so so I've, I've kept the, the con damage, but that's only because of the fact it's not doing anything to yep. hurt me. Um, yeah, so yeah, the, um, when, it, when it's just one point off, yeah. when it's, well, a, when I, it's I, an even I've number, going, con, back, so. yeah, going back to the odd number is just... Yeah. It, it's better than it's better because then if you take more damage, you've got more points in it, but it's not mm-hmm. as important as, as getting rid of your negatives. Yeah, so, no, so I've just got my, my decks back up, so my touch AC is now better. So you you were asked to wait in the yard briefly, um, and then another single guard comes in to escort you, and leads you through several fairly empty-looking corridors up towards the field marshal's office. Uh, he makes no effort or even requests you take your weapons off or anything of the sort, just takes you through quite comfortably. Um, and you are taken through into the keep in the centre of it, uh, and there is a big door, that there is a big solid looking wooden door there with the sigil of Corvosa marked clearly over it, which um, is that down there. It's a salmon and a hippogriff, okay. I believe. Um, and the guard knocks on the door a couple of times and you hear from inside, oh man. And when you open the door, uh, you will see a woman that Lucy has met before, several yeah. years ago, no one else has, though. Field Marshal Priscilla Croft. Um, does she look kind of the same now? Uh, she does. She looks, you know, a couple of years older, but yeah. largely looks exactly the same. Yeah. Specifically what she looks like, and everyone had picked this up looking at her, she looks absolutely exhausted. She has huge black bags under her eyes. It's a shame we can't walk her and wash her off. The contribution can't be wash her off she before a, she gets she does. No, she is a human. Okay, they just drawn her with really, really distinct cheekbones. <laughs> she is a, a pure-blooded Chalaxian woman. Yep. Yeah. Unlike um, her friend who isn't. Yep. Yeah. And 
she looks up at you almost blankly and uncomprehendingly as you come through the door. And she says, Yes. What? Uh, what can I do for you? Yes, Senor. We have some paperwork from the Queen. Oh, come in, come in. And, and the guard sort of escorts you in. Uh, salutes Presidia, who, who gives him a very half-assed salute back again. And then he steps out the door, shuts it. Um, she takes your letter and starts looking at it. And about half a, half a minute later, there is another solid knock, knock, knock at the door. And she again comes to it. Uh, and a guy comes bustling in, who you have seen before. It is Ishani. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. Uh, he comes. He he pokes his head nervously around the door. She she says, "Come in." There's a pause. He opens the door. He very slowly pokes his head around the door. He says, uh, "Field Marshal Croft, I, I I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's it's time for you." Oh, uh, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Nice to see you. I'm um just just here to uh, aid, aid Field Marshal. Excuse me. Yeah, don't, don't she mind us. She sort of says, ah, oh, thank you. Um, he goes over to her, he mutters a brief prayer, lays a hand on her, and casts a spell on her. Oh no. And she blinks several times and looks a lot more alert. She's been restored and to keep herself going. Yeah. If anyone here has spellcraft, you're yes. allowed to roll it. Oh. As you watch him do this right in front of you. Uh, He's restoring her. Looks like magic to you. I've got a 13. He okay. casts Lay on Caffeine. Yeah, yeah, it is coffee. <laughs> Walking coffee. <laughs> yeah, so it's clearly something to help with her fatigue. You're not sure yeah, exactly yeah. What, what what the effects are and that sort of thing. Um, but she, like the second this was cast on her, she alerts up quite a bit. The bags under her eyes quite definitely don't disappear or anything to sort. She just looks like she's had the, sh- the proverbial shot of Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. And she straightens up, um, looks at the letter in front of her. This time, not actually, she was sort of slowly reading through it before. This time, she merely takes the briefest glance at it and then looks back up at you immediately. She says, Ah, you're the one sent by Queen, you're the one sent by Queen Iliosa. Um, I'm Field Marshal, I'm Field Marshal Cressidia Croft. You must, you must be Florence. She, Shakes, she shakes your hand. Garen, Jack, Silver, Lady Winthrop. Yes. She looks, she, she shakes your hand, then looks sort of kind of slightly awkwardly at you as if she's not really sure whether to offer you condolences or that sort of thing, and yeah. eventually just, just kind of, you know, nods to you again and swallows whatever it was she might yeah. have been about to say. As a, as a shiny leaves, I'll give him a high five. <laughs> Yes, yes. Shh. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, Field no, no. um, Marshal Croft, I, I should remind you that this is no 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 substitute for, for actual sleep. You really should. Thank you, that will be all. Oh, yes, yes, sorry. Oh. I can't smile Do you know that young man? He's remarkably skittish. He's, um, we ran into him on the street a few nights back. He... And he tried to help a Shionte man. Um, he gave a Shionte man some money. I don't know how he got in the Church of Abida. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. You, you, you found a trustworthy person. But he, 
I'm sorry to feel my sure, but he is right. We need to sleep at some point. If we're supposed to be deputies, could we, like, guard the door and keep everyone out? <laughs> she smiles. <laughs> Slightly. I don't think we can do your paperwork or nothing, but we could tell everyone you're really busy in a meeting. Unfortunately, I have, I have a great deal to do. These, I have a great deal to do in these days, and very little resource to do it with. You've been out on the streets there. You've seen how bad things are. I raise a questioning eyebrow. Then you have a good, you have a very good idea of what's happening. Corvosa is tearing itself apart. The worst of it has been bought to heal by the Hell Knights, but the wounds they have dealt have left a slow bleed that still needs to be addressed. Uh-huh. Restoring, they are very useful at restoring order in the same way a great sword in a tavern brawl is. The after effects leave something to be desired. But that is a concern for internal politics. Two or three dark booty work after the hell nights, I see. She bites her lot of fun. Quite. <laughs> so, how much dirty work does there need to be cleaned up? You've seen Citadel Volshin. It's severely understaffed. Half our guard, about around half our guard has yet to report, sorry, around a quarter of our guard has yet to report in for duty, and many of those who should be here can't be spared. They're out on the streets, they're out on the streets patrolling. There's still a great deal of chaos out there that needs to be brought to heal. Unfortunately, the notebook. I'm sure oh, it was helpful. Ah, yeah. yeah, no, the main reason I was like, Laura's going to bring muffins is because I've moved a lot and often don't have energy to cook and stuff. But Jehovah is spelt with an I. <laughs> It is an Indiana Jones. Yes. Oh. In Latin, Jehovah is spelled with an I. Ah, okay. Because <laughs> there's no J in Latin. Ah, right. <laughs> and if you don't know that, you will fall to your death when you get to raid the temple and step on the wrong letter tile. Unless you have a really good reflex save. Yep. <laughs> like the old Indy. Corvosa is underguarded and undermanned, and as much as it pains me to admit it, to admit it not all of the guards missing—not uh, all of the guards missing—died in the line of duty in the riots. Several of them have deserted their post, concerned about their friends and family in the city. It's understandable, but their duty required them to be here. However, while I can understand that desertion for profit is a lot more of a problem. Some of our guards have used the riots as an excuse for their own personal gain, at least potentially. Certainly I have need certainly I have need of you in one case that's already on my desk. I imagine several more will cross in the weeks to come. 
tube size and starts to look very slightly unfocused again, but only very slightly. It's clear whatever Ashani's doing helps her in the short term. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. necessarily help her in the long term. Um, some cities attempt to deal with... Some cities have to ask themselves the question of who watches the Watchmen. Here in Corvosa, we have several groups for that. <laughs> Ordinarily... Internal matters to the Corvosan guard, like guards de- like guards deserting their post, would be referred over to the Sable Company, independent investigators, as it were. But at this time, Commander Edrin has a great many demands on his time and few men to accomplish them as well. I am missing one of my guardsmen. Well, I say missing, I know exactly where he is, but I need independent agents to look into it, people who are not affiliated with the guard. Quick question. Yes. Commander Edrin is the Seneschal who's dead, no, right? No, he commands the Sable. He's the guy who commands the Sable Guard. He is the military leader of the Sable Guard. Right. The, the Seneschal is is the high commander of the Sable Guard. He has nothing to do with running the... Right, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay, that's right. In in the same way, the king is usually the head of the army. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to make certain, yep. because, you know, the, initially there were only rumours that this... I mean, the paper reported that the paper could have been wrong. Yeah. Uh, what's the usual penalty for desertion? Um, depending, are you are you asking her or are you asking uh, the GM? Asking the GM at this point. Uh, I may ask you later. Roll me a knowledge civilization. Not great. Um, fourteen. Uh, depending on the circumstance, um, it's definitely not treason, which is death by torture. <laughs> um, generally speaking, depending on how bad it is and how many days they've deserted for and that sort of thing, it would be some combination of. Uh, if, if it was a very short, simple thing to explain, it would probably be docking of pay, docking of status, you know, lose your promotion kind of thing. Especially in these trying times. Um, on the more higher end, it might be jail time. It's it's extremely unlikely to be death unless I've deserted to go sell your things to an enemy, your secrets to an enemy. So what's the deal with this guard that we need investigators for then? Watch Sergeant Verek Van Kaskiken. One of my, one of my better one of my better shots with a crossbow, but it would be one thing if the man had simply deserted. But he's charismatic. He's convinced several of his fellow guards that Queen Iliosa is going to ruin the city. Whether or not she does isn't the point. He should keep his personal politics out of his duty. Right now, we have a crisis on our hands, and I need everyone I can working with me to see it through. A deserter like Van Kaskin is worse than just a lost resource. He's an infection. As I say, I need independent agents to deal with this. I'd rather not expose any more of my guards to them in any event. Uh, he and his men are holed up in an abandoned butcher shop in Northgate, a place called All the World Meat. Uh, I want you to check it out. He's supposedly offering meat out to the poor. I don't know... I haven't, I haven't, the man has declined an invitation to turn himself in. I have no idea what he's thinking or what he's doing up there. I'd like you to go up, I'd like you to go up and investigate, check out the place, find out what he's doing and why. Try to avoid killing any any of the deserters if you can, but if it becomes necessary, then it becomes necessary. I would vastly prefer Van Kassikin alive and return to me for interrogation or at the least to have some idea of why he's doing what he's doing. 
if 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 it's simple personal politics, if he chooses not to respect our new queen, that's one thing. If there's something more behind this, then I want to know about it. Like he's being paid by someone who doesn't like the queen very much. Precisely. If you bring me Verakin alive, a thousand gold for a lot for the group of you. Dead half of that. What about his men? Do you want us to bring them in as well? If, pos- if, if possible, as I say, if it becomes necessary to subdue them, if it becomes necessary to bring them down, I won't dispute that. You'll be agents on the spot. But it's important that from this point on, once you've agreed to this, that I know nothing further about your investigation. If, if and when, I'm happy to answer any questions you have. If and when you have him or any answers, report them into Commander Adrian. I can't be involved in this. Once we get a hold of them, do you want us to bring him here, or do you have a particular holding cell for him? Uh, no, no. Take him to take him to Commander Marcus Edron, Sable Guard. He will in, he he will take the statements and deem what appropriate justice is for Vera. As he watches the watch. He watches the watchman. Quite, and likewise, if internal problems arose with the Sable Guard, it would become my duty to investigate them. At this time, however, independent agents are much more efficient. So who deals with it if there's a discipline problem in the helmet? Saw my tears on throat. She she smiles slightly as if you've picked up the essential point. As independent mercenaries who are not confined by the rules of the Sable Guard or the Corvosan Guard, Sable Company or the Corvosan Guard, they police themselves under the authority of Lady Octavia Mandravius. Were they to commit a series of crimes, were they to commit a series of, were they to commit a series of violations while following the orders of my guard or Commander Edrins, that would be a separate matter. So essentially they police themselves, but if they hire them to do a job and they don't do it right, then it's her problem. Yeah. Does anyone have any questions they want to ask? Um, or about the assignment? Um, I don't have any questions, but I'd, I'll, I'll offer the singer a song if it'll help calm her. <laughs> she, she stares at you. That's quite alright. <laughs> Great deal to do. Okay. Alright, so well, um, how long has it been since Disco disappeared? Like, uh, upon upon, the, upon the, Immediately upon the king's death. So, uh, that's like just over a week at this point. Okay. Everyone's very high strung at the so moment. So her her, casu- her very admittedly casual investigation has basically been, where is he? Okay, he's up at all world meet. We sent a guard to him basically saying, We've well, found you reporting yeah. for duty and he said no, and that's been the end of it. Right. Um the other thing, um we were looking to try and find out what Gadrin Man is up to these days. We um, may have run across. I don't. You probably didn't get the report yet, but we may have run across one of his um, operations and brought in a couple of guys. Giggles and Shanksquiller. Yes, at the watch station one hundred and thirty-two. Oh right, yeah, you you have read all. Yeah, I suppose that's what you've been doing all. <laughs> yeah, sorry about the extra paperwork. Um, <laughs> I had, had, far from it. I have no objection to criminals. Being, I have no objection to criminals being brought into justice. I only wish that you'd, man- that you'd managed to find Nail Gadron at the time. Well, we now have one, one version of them. <laughs> uh, do you 
Um, do you have any needs on where you might be? Well, she looks you up and down and says, That's the thing. I understand that you. I understand that some of you, at least, looks looks at Lucy in particular, have personal problems with Catherine. The city has a problem with it as well, but for one reason or another, the resources never come up to track him. However, if some more of the, some more of the pressing problems could be cleared off my desk, if anything should pass. In lieu of other payment, in lieu of other payments, I may pass along a t- I may pass along a tip or two to you, if that would suit. That would be shiny. Sounds good. Right. Then I think we'll leave you be. But do go home and sleep at some point, please. <laughs> I have it scheduled for a week or so from now. <laughs> Okay, and I think we will... Good luck. Yep. Um, when we have gone away, a little ways from Castle Falshank, um, the, um, I haven't been thinking of it, but um, we got that reward from, um, we got that reward from the Queen as well. Um, if you guys want to divvy it up, it'll be really easy, because it's very, it's very, it's very distinct bars of gold, and you can all have two of them. <laughs> so, um... We got twelve hundred gold, so divided by six, that's two hundred apiece. So you may add two hundred gold and pure, pure gold bars to your inventory. I think I'll keep mine in my safe. Yeah, yeah. If, if that's where it is, we just we just basically yeah, gotta go back to Garen's safe and hand out. Yeah, and hand out the gold, the rest of the gold bars. And that's where the party loot is as well, in case it ever comes up. So, <laughs> and yeah, Presidia will basically um, g- give you a brief briefing on what's expected of you as um, a- as reservists. Essentially, um, you don't have a lot of power in the city. You can place people under arrest for the purposes of taking them to another authority to have them jailed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, she would vastly prefer there was some sort of evidence or something if you yeah. did that. Because if you you can theoretically go and arrest whoever you like, but as soon as it becomes clear that you have no evidence and can't bring them to trial, what she's going to get pissed off about it. What if it's someone that we know and they know is a criminal? Like we don't need to like hook shanks. And yeah, if they're already wanted for other crimes, then it doesn't really matter what you're arresting them for. Okay, they're already guilty. And you know, if people attack you with intent to kill you, then you know it's a different thing. But but basically, but you, don't go around arresting random citizens yeah. and trumping up charges. Against yeah, you them. you have some loose powers, but um, and, and you're effectively deputizing agents of the city. You know, if you kill Agent a bunch chill. of if you kill a bunch of people in the process of doing that, you're covered for it legally speaking. But she'd at least like some justification for why you were killing them. Yeah. So um, before we go about our exciting new mission of investigation. We have 500 gold in the party fund. Mm-hmm. If at any, this ends a little bit of spare time in the city's town down a trifle. If we want to stock ourselves up with some basic healing potions, we could probably go buy a temple. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Because last time I was almost eaten by a dog. Yep. Yeah. Um, so is it, can we just stop in at, say, Temple of Avadar and purchase some healing potions? Yes, quite easily, in fact. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Temple of Avadar openly sells them as a business. Anything of that help you want to find is just a, a very standard transaction for them. So I would suggest, um, 
a cure light wounds potion apiece and maybe a scroll of cure moderate for the um, flora for cast. Yeah. So I believe that's fifty. That's fifty. Fifty apiece for the potions. And um, one hundred and fifty for the scroll. Yeah, I think that's right. Four hundred altogether. Yep. Yeah, for three hundred for potions, one hundred and fifty for scroll. Uh, so five, five times, times fifty three. is two fifty. Yes. Yes. So two fifty plus one fifty is four hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's? Uh, I'm working out my own thing. Makes <laughs> sense to me. Yeah. All right. So um, we purchase these things and spend most of the party gold on them. See, our problem is we're using Earth's budget. <laughs> So we have potion of cure lights. And it's one pound. I believe it's negligible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's dash. It's so damn lucky that I even notice it. Because it's like a tiny vial. Yeah. Of divine power. Yeah. And also <laughs> a tiny vial, but a tiny vial. Here we go. Because yeah. um, Jack didn't have the kind of money that she was prepared to spend on healing potions. And also, I mean, you can buy extra ones if you want, but the party, that's one of the things the party fund is for. As we get a bit more treasure in it, it won't and completely exhaust us to buy some basic uh, our party funds to buy some basic healing resource, but that's what I we've got. I didn't and track it out, but then she told us where he was. So, I figured I could use Okay. I was just thinking if she was a horizon walker, she wouldn't be feeling tired right now. <laughs> so, um, about the, so what do we want to do about this guy then? Um, so are we in front of here or not? No. No, if you leave it, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we already left the yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she will also offer you, if you want to um, go to the records room, you can have Van Kasseken's file. You can't, oh, cool. take, you can't take it with you, but you can read it. In. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll take, totally take advantage of that. Like, yeah. So you have gone and read it, and yeah. continue with your planning, and... Um, um, I can you, give you rolls on it as and when you want, and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, so can can we take a look at it now retroactively and yeah, see yeah, what's yeah, in it? Yeah, by all means. Okay, so going through it, um, does anyone have anything relevant here in the ilka profession skills? Scribing, oh. bureaucracy, any of that sort of thing? Bardic knowledge? No. 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 Uh, no. Nope. Yep, no. that's fine. Okay, so in the absence of that, um, it is... A wisdom check to see what you can draw out from this. I do have um, one skill rank in linguistics. It's not a linguistics check or anything. Uh, that that would be to tell if the I documents were forged, but this is more about what information you're drawing out from them. Okay, so wisdom check. Yep. Okay. You could theoretically um, declare to the GM that you're making a linguistics check if you have reason to believe his files have been forged. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Twenty nine. Twenty five. Twenty five. How did you get a five? Hang on, that's cool, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Fifteen. I was about to say, what the hell did you catch? Alright, so (laughs) thirty-three is the the winner on the day, unsurprisingly. Okay, so, at a basic read, um, you know, Van Karskikin looks pretty good. Um, He has joined the Guard about five years ago, um, coming, coming in at ground level as... Essentially somebody who, so as essentially somebody who's grown up in the city then joined the guard as their mm. career. Um, so a young man in his mid-twenties, um, and... Was he still in his mid-twenties? Yeah, he was like 20, 21 oh, yeah. when he joined up, he's now about 25 or um, based on Based on your read, he's obviously reasonably good at his job, he's risen pretty steadily through the ranks. Um, he is... Uh, yep. However, um, however, however, 
when you look at it a bit more closely, like a casual read tells you, okay, you know, he's, he's kept his nose clean, he has no black, he has no red flags, anything of that sort. When you read through it again, his, his, his records just don't quite line up. He's, he's decent enough, and he probably should have been promoted once or twice by this stage. Definitely once, maybe twice, but he's been promoted four times at this point. Um, he, his various reports and his scores on, you know, his marksmanship, his intelligence, all this sort of thing, are again, decent to good, but not extraordinary. Um, what he does have is a lot of recommendations from various people around the place, talking about what a wonderful man he is, and, you know, how charismatic and intelligent, and, you know, exactly the sort of face they want for the Corbosan Guard, etc., etc., um, how psychona by any chance? Reading between the lines here, you'd, you'd pick up a couple of things. Um, a, he, he's actually been used as much as the face of the guard as anything else. He's supposed to be a reasonably handsome guy and like a, like be used as a poster boy for them, as opposed to necessarily being the world's best guard in and of itself. And B, you're pretty sure someone behind the scenes is pulling strings here. His file is obviously not going to tell you who it is because they haven't written it down. But your guess would be that um, somebody in the background is spreading maybe influence, maybe bribes, something like that, to just get him elevated up a bit faster than he otherwise might if he keeps up this, you know, I mean, obviously his desertion is going to cause problems for this, but if he keeps this up, you know, in another ten years, he could theoretically be the field marshal. Is and, and he is in fact Chalaxian. And and your theory is that somebody is is basically grooming him for that position. Do I think it's now Sarkona? It could well be. Who who wrote the recommendations about what flying officer he is? Uh, a, a wide variety of different citizens, fellow guards, commanders, etc., etc. Okay, how so kind of going to get a job hiding the tracks and that, or um, whichever, whoever is secret patient. And Chrysidia Croft has not been heavily involved with him. She yeah. has 750 guards under her. Yeah, yeah. He's still comparatively low on the scale under her. What she knows about him would be pretty much the summary of the file. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we, uh, so Lisa, you want to punch him in the face with me? Oh, yeah. That's sweet. That's what you get from it. If I punch him in the face, it may not hurt him very much. But, like, yeah. It's alright. I've got a nice decent size fist. You can, you can yeah. take that as your well, punch. No, no. At, at this stage, he holds the rank of sergeant, right. which puts him in charge of several watch stations. Like Rosalie and Growl, for example, are both watch sergeants, so they would be uh, not not directly under him, depending on what bits he runs. But he's a rank above them, essentially. Well, well, if around like speeding up law officers, maybe we want to start out with something just a, a wee bit more subtle. Right. <laughs> sure. We were well, hard to investigate the man first. Yeah. But, um... Here, here he is. Very fantastic. Oh, there is his. Let's see how much, just how much of a pretty boy he actually is. Yeah, not bad. He does, in fact, look like he has a fit physique, piercing eyes, and a winning smile. <laughs> He's got high charisma. Punch him in the face. So does I am Varric Van Karsky. Oh, Lord, he's not going to do that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, he really is a pretty boy. Yes, yes, he is. Um, so, uh, 
toughest yes. S on his chest. The, the only incidents. <laughs> the, the only incidents in his file are um, you know, vague, re- vague um, chicks into harassment, but on accounts of people harassing him rather than the other way around. <laughs> Oh my! And you know, the several fellow guards have hit on him. Yeah, right. Okay. So, um, we, I could, um, I have Urchinia closed in this. I could go by and see if I can get me some of that free meat and maybe get him talking. Or I could poke, poke around after dark and see if I can eavesdrop on what they're up to. Maybe with Lucy because she's quiet. Those are the two things I can think of. But if other people have other ideas. I'm sure we'll wind up knocking him unconscious unless he's really, really prepared to come quietly, but we should maybe, you know, find out what he is up to before we, because people don't talk so much after they've been knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I think we should have a look and see what, what operation he's got going on there yeah. first. We could just, um, maybe approach him without actually revealing what Well, she said, she said she, he was giving food to the poor. You could always yeah. talk as one of the poor. That's what I just said. Yeah. So my first proposal was that I could put on more urchiny clothes and go up and try and get them talking. And my other alternate proposal that I can think of was that I could try sneaking in possibly with Lucy and eavesdrop on them from like a neighbouring window style of thing. I would think the first one would be the destruction. Mm. Because yeah. we don't want to put well, the rest of you can be somewhere nearby, but alright, uh, let's give that a go then, I feel hungry. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm decreeing at this point that Jack has, that Jack has some clothes from when she, wa- from when she wasn't so well off, in the, in the form of dirty urchin rags, Yep. and can generally disguise herself up. Now, it seems... Have they less than one gold piece? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, de- quite definitely. Um, now, seeing that um, this isn't a... Um, Seeing that I don't technically have disguise... Ah, uh, it's on bluff. Ah, it's on bluff. Oh, okay. Given I only have one rank in disguise, I'm not startlingly good at disguising myself, but I'm literally taking myself back in yeah. time to what I looked like two years ago, yeah, so I'm no, thinking no. this also isn't a very hard check. You're doing a performer. He may be able to give you a few tips. <laughs> I was just going to say, can I can I see if I can do some sort of synergy thingy what's it, where I can give her a bonus? Uh, you can endeavor to aid her with your bluff. Yeah. Which is basically, you know, slouch, talk like this, etc. Et well, she knows all that. Yeah, it's, it's more rub some dirt here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I, I think what I get from what I look like is an authentic urchin. What I look, get from silver is with the, the suitably waif-like ecosystems is an unusually authentic urchin, like a TV commercial urchin <laughs> as opposed to a real urchin. <laughs> hey, but it's helping rather than hindering. Yeah, absolutely. Assuming you make a good so don't worry about rolling for it now. You, okay. you do that when we come round to check whether the disguise. So I'll, 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 I'll make a disguise check. You'll make another check, and depending on what our numbers yeah, the two, are, the two of you do what you think is the best job you can. Yeah. When you actually run into people who will look through the disguise, then we check it. Yeah. My um, stealth is significantly better yeah. than my bluff, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> this um, all the world's meat is up around here. Yep. So yeah. I imagine um. Other people will be sort of, you know, a street or two away. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, day or night, you know, before. Um, probably um early, probably early evening. It'd be good for if we want to scout round afterwards in a more stealthy fashion. But it's still got a, you know, people are hungry kind of thing. Okay. So late afternoon. Okay. For so reference. Late afternoon, 
the other four of you sort of lurk and alley off in that direction, waiting to hear screaming and violence. Yeah. And such. Um, and Jack, you go up to... I saunter. You saunter. <laughs> you saunter up to all the world's needs. With a slight uh, element or something. And you get a linguistics check here. Oh, great. Oh, God. I crit fumble it. That's a four. Okay. So... The, the sign up the top says all the world meet in crumbling, fading letters. This butcher shop looks like it might have seen better days. Um, in Intel Day, obviously. Um, and when you head up there uh, to 22 Sturge Street. Got a war king, maybe. There is a, a there's... The all the world all the world's meat are sort of tattered tattered lettering over the top of the shop. Then there is a newly drawn sign hanging above the entrance of a fat smiling cow. Um, and there is a small queue outside, like three or four people queuing outside the building. And you presumably join the back. Yeah. Wait, you know, several minutes later you are shuffled through. Uh, you go in, um, there's a long butcher's counter, um, a bench sitting against the wall. Um, there are displays of cut. There are displays of cut meat in here, um, and there are a few flies in the room, but not heavy, noxious amounts or anything. And there are two guys in here. Uh, they are dressed in what you would very easily recognise to be Corvosa guard uniforms, but instead of the emblem of Corvosa across here, they've hastily stitched something else across there which has a picture of the fat smiling cow and a hammer and reads under it in common cow hammer boys. <laughs> Alright, well these people need help. I think it's clear if they can't come up with a better name for the group than that, then we, they need counseling. Cow hammer boys. I, mean, I realise everyone needs an insignia, but I, I'm sure anybody, any one of us could help them do better. One of them's a big, tall guy with some very bushy eyebrows. One of them's a, a kind of fat, easy man. That's um, instead of the Omega symbol, both of, both, of them, both of them are both armed and armoured at this point. Um, yeah. Among other things, one of them actively has a cleaver in hand that's chopping out yeah. meat, which doesn't exactly terribly alarm you, but they do have armour on and... Um, you know, proper weapons, big, big yeah. hammers and crossbows. And they sort of look at you as you come in, you cure the guy behind you, the guy in front of you goes up, asks for meat, they give him some meat. Uh, you can clearly see they, they look like they're hitting the end of the day here. The cuts are definitely depleting. Um, and it doesn't look like there's great quality stuff left here. And you get up. And he says, yeah, what do you want? Oh, I heard there was free fr- I heard there was free fruit. I was saying, I ain't need much today. Yeah, you heard, you heard right then. Yeah, let's have a look you up and down and see what your disguise check looks like. Okay. <laughs> so, first silver rolls to aid. Twenty natural. Yeah. Second. Um, so you are now plus rolling, eight, so twenty-eight. You you are now rolling at a plus five bonus because you're pretending to be an urchin, which yeah. is really easy for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then another two for silver. Oh, so yeah, add seven, seven to whatever else you're doing. Nice. Okay, so that is... 25 plus... Hang on, I've got... Oh, you're adding... Alright, okay, yeah. Um, plus 2 is... 29. Um, 27. 27. Yeah, okay. Still his, good. His, <laughs> his, eyes, nice one, his eyes trail across you just with the briefest of glances, yeah
Are you a cop? You have to tell me if you're a cop. Give me a second. Always cop. He just takes a brief casual glance over you, <clears> looking for some sign of something. Clearly doesn't see it, isn't worried by your presence at all. Um, and then continues continues on with what, he, with what he's doing. Yeah, you want meat? You want meat? You get enough. You get enough for you. You want more? Bring your family in. Chop, chop. Hands, hands, hand, hands it over to you. And remember, just remember there are people out, you know, you eat that, get some fat on your bones. Be sure to cook it first, though. Just remember there's people out there what actually care about the, what actually care about the common folk in the city. Not like, not like Queen, not like that wretched Queen. So, Jack will make the meat disappear. Thank you, mister. How come she's doing all this anyways? You know, it's, it's like our, our good oldly duty, isn't it? To give out meat to the poor and stuff. So you like priest folk in that? Yeah, no, no, no. for some god. No, no, we we used to work for the guard, but um, you know, we we figured there was a better way what we could be helping the city rather than just oppressing the poor folk. That's what the queen wants us to do. She wants us to be out here in the streets murdering the innocent or bring them in on trumped up charges or that sort of thing. We figured. Oh yeah, like like all those hell nights a few nights ago, that's, that's, trumping the faces of the poor. That's right. And we figured, well, you know, Malga here's got a cousin who works out on the farm. Yeah. Yeah, and we thought what we could, like we could be doing some more good for the city, so we hand out meat what we can. It ain't great, but you know it's it's what you got. That's real nice of you, Mister. Thanks. Is there anybody? Um, if I maybe um, some of my friends want to hear more about you, what you do, is there anyone I can ask you? I can tell them about. He he looks slightly slightly silent. Look, love, it's just a free butcher's. We give out the meat. That's all. We're not here for life stories. Now push off. Uh, you probably should give me a diplomacy check. Ah, uh, yes. That, that is his default response to you, by the way. Ah, uh, 19. Well, you know, you, you cob on your way then. Look, and, and as you're heading out the door, he sort of says, wait, look, you know, sorry, it's been the end of a long day, and yeah, I'm up to me arms and bloody meat and flies and all that sort of thing. You know, it's it's not a great job, like, but, you know, it, it, was, it was one of the former guards who... Uh, Sarge Van Kaskiken, he said we should we should be doing this sort of thing that it's it's good for the community and that sort of thing, you know. And, and we we obviously don't make no money off it, but um, it's what he wants done. So it's it's what's happening, you know. We we get paid we get paid a little, so it's not all just charity, like. But um, it's it's for the good of the city, and you can roll the assets motive check if you want to draw any further conclusions out of this. Okay, that's a 12, so less bad than the other one, but I'm sorry guys, since motive's not my startling strong <laughs> So, it, it will occur to you that there must be money behind this process somewhere. He hasn't charged you for this meat, he hasn't made any overtures to charging you whatsoever. And they clearly don't look like they're actually set up to sell it. They don't have like a till or a cash register or any of that sort of thing. Um, that you were told this butcher shop had been abandoned, so obviously all that stuff was here at some point and was taken out. But money must be funding this from some external source, because this guy says he's getting paid. He doesn't look like he's getting paid excessively well. Um, but um, 
he is getting actual human being money from somewhere. And he doesn't seem that unhappy about what he's getting paid either, so he's obviously getting paid at least a moderate amount. At least what he was getting in the guard. Yeah, which, which in all fairness, would not have been an extraordinary amount, but mm. would have been certainly enough to keep him in a common lifestyle. When he talks about sar- the sergeant, um, do I get the sense about whether the sergeant is in this building or somewhere else? Uh, that is probably a pretty easy one. Um... His head jerks vaguely towards the upstairs, yeah. nebulously. Your thought is, Beric is probably in here. Alright. And, um, thanks, mister. It's a nice thing that you're doing. It's not a lot of people help out the poor. Yeah, well, we're like good folk, or... And I will give him a smile and slip out of the door. Yep. Yeah. She was cute. <laughs> Head up to the uh, and skulk into a dark alley. Huh? Yeah. Pull your blackjack. <laughs> you want to wash those knives? They shiv you in the kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> and less. Yeah, well, it's the thing about having a head height, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so they definitely got a free meat place there. They giving away meat. Look, you get some meat. <laughs> yeah, I, what kind of meat is it? It's it's not the good stuff, but you know the. I'll, Fry it up and someone will be grateful for it. Uh, does anyone have profession butcher? <laughs> wow. Well, all the things. What uh, about nature? In the absence of that, if you want to actually examine the meat, it goes to bean nature. Okay. Oh, I've got a little bit of nature. Oh, natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second natural 20 in a row. It's a 23. Okay, so you, you, you give it a sniff. Obviously, you don't really want to... Um, eat more than the tiniest sliver of it because it's raw meat. Yeah. But, you know, you look it over, you smell it, you cut off the tiny little sliver, you... Yeah, okay. It's it's cow meat. Yeah. It's not good cow meat, but you, you, you're you pretty confident based on what Jack is telling you that you're getting the very end of the day's cuts here. Mm. They It looks like the meat probably starts off fresh, sits around all day because, of course, there's no refrigeration or anything mm. in there. Um... And they're not preserving it in any way. Yeah, your your guess would be what you're eating here is probably a couple of days old cow meat. So it's it's okay. Mm. It won't poison you or anything, but it's it's not great quality meat. On the other hand, you pay nothing for it. So. Yeah. And yeah, it just seems like you know, a hunk of cow meat, basically. Yeah. We should go to your house before as well and cook it. And then give it to someone. Uh I think, I think we should test some of it uh, alchemically, if you get what I'm saying, just in case there's been something added to it. Yeah, you, you, you can certainly assess whether it had been, you know, poor. Well, yeah, yeah but, but the thing is, at the yeah, amount you're taste sick. testing, it would have to be pumped full of the deadliest poisons known yeah, man for you to I even suppose. notice. Yeah, I'm aware Unless anyone actually prepared to pick poison as a cancer, at which point? 16. So you you put a couple of you know basic antidotes and things like that on it. Um, it doesn't cause you any alarming reactions. You don't think it's you, it's yeah. it's poisoned. It's giving you very slight toxicity readings, which is mostly this meat has been sitting in the sun too long. It's not yeah. good meat anymore. Mm. All right, let's go back to Garen's place to fry it up and find someone um, who's hungry, and yeah. then we can come back and spy on these guys some more. Yeah, everyone here would be at the levels of lifestyle you live a little hesitant to eat it. If you were poorer, you wouldn't blink at it, but the fact is you can all afford to buy your own meat. 
Yeah, I'll give you a prestidigitation to clean you up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Now you just need to clean yep. it. You just need to clean you, you, you go cook it up. You pass it off to a homeless person. Yeah. They eat it. Nom, 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 nom. And um, Jack changes back. The man prophet eats it. Jack changes from her. She was previously in her colourful entertainment outfit, then she passed through her street rags outfit, and now she is in her night outfit. Yeah. Which is all black. Yeah. Black, yeah. Black's and dark greys. Because pure black is actually easier to spot than some other things. And Jack, based off what you've seen of your, you know, 20 minutes surveillance of walking through the place, there's nothing tremendously unusual about it um, beyond the slight fact that the demand obviously outstrips their supply. There was a small queue ahead of you, there was a small queue behind you, and you were getting one of the last cuts of meat for the day, so they obviously start turning people away at some point. Alright, so I want to try and, I want to try and eavesdrop a bit more. Um... That uh, if we go with the uh, uh, that guy wasn't the bo- the guys doing the bit butchery weren't the brightest sergeant the sergeant will be, <laughs> sergeant will be in there somewhere but I hope, I'm She's thinking maybe they're probably hungry maybe they have an e- maybe they have an evening meal I'm thinking if I can get up a- around I can maybe hear what's going on and you got guys can just be outside in the street like heck, sitting around or around down an alley I shouldn't get into any trouble. I'll just go, if, if, if anybody makes a fuss, I'll just go over the wall and run away. You sure you don't want somebody else with you? I can come with you. Can you, you're good at, you're good at being quiet. Can yeah. you climb? It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I can help her over the wall if you like. <laughs> well, I think it might be easier if it's just me, but, yeah. um. Pair that climb. So um, <laughs> if it's just one wall that's that's reasonable, it's, right, but the I thing is, as it, if if it, as it's getting dark, you guys don't have to be very far away. You can hang around at the front. I can from a, from a passing look at this thing. It's a standard two story store. It's bigger than many of the other stores around it, but you would expect it to be because it would contain live cows and butchering. So what I'm looking for here, you could maybe scout yeah. around at the back and or see it back, and see, yeah. in case they're not upstairs. So what I'm looking for here is my thought is if I get up onto the roof somewhere around here, yeah. head over onto the roof of this building, yeah, relatively easily, then. and skulk down to an appropriate window, yep. I can hopefully use drop yep. while they're having yep. dinner you saw and, rooms, you saw. And, uh, and hopefully you hear them out loud and petting their master plan. You saw rooms, you saw windows, no problem. In that case, Listen. I can go too because it's not Listen. climbing; it's acrobatics. Isn't it? Uh, no, no, that's actually athletics. Climbing up and clambering over rooftops. And but you can skulk around the back and listen yeah, at, as, at street up, level yeah. windows. Yeah. And yeah. these guys can sort of watch the front in a... That said, like climbing down a Skulking in a way so you're not super obvious that you're standing on the street. Okay, we can stand about in an alleyway. So I'm going around If we're not worried about the silence and all that, I'm actually very good at jumping. I think I am worried about the silence. But it's good if to I know that combine, he can get can, to you quickly if he needs to. Absolutely. If you were, if I could combine Lucy into you and what, you and Lucy into one character, I'd take that guy on the stick up. Now that's something. Imagine how good their child would be. <laughs> Very pretty. Yeah. Be- beautiful and good at climbing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not how it would up. be either a half-elf or a human. Oh, okay. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in some campaign, a half orc and a half elf may have had babies together. Okay. So, what's your master plan? Um, so, w- what I just said, um, yep. skulk up onto. So, 
um, basically nearby Ellie, probably the same Ellie, will contain Silver Garin and uh, Florence and Ca- Florence in case anybody streams stop beating me up, you yep. bastards, yep. or anything of that nature. Yeah. Round the back in the shadows, but not doing any climbing, will yeah. be Lucy endeavouring to listen out for anything going on on the ground floor. Yeah. Yep. And up on a roof, o- oof, as close as she can get to her, maybe an open window, it might be a hot night, okay. will be will be Jack. Okay, so basically, um, Silver Garin and Flora, um, you kind of need to be out of line of sight here, so you have no way of perceiving what's actually happening at the shop. Because if your intent is to hide that far away, or your alternative is you can stealth close to them, but that relies on your actual stealth skills. Um, absent of that, um, Jack, can you give me an athletics check? Ooh, I'm not happy with that result. Um, that's a five. If that's not good enough, I'm prepared to re-roll it. Uh, you failed to climb the wall, but you're fall off it. So. Okay. All right. Can I get another athletics check? Yeah. No. Fortunately, no one was watching you do this. <laughs> no one saw that, right? Okay. That's a thirteen. Yeah. So you scrabble on the first bit of wall, looking for a place you can climb up on one of the nearby buildings, and it gives out on you, and rubble yeah. falls off the wall a bit, and you scramble. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not that building. This building. Yeah. Climb up, you do a little bit of roof jumping. Yeah. No problem. Oh. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of demands on my skill points. My athletics is not what it should be. Looking across one of the rooftops, um, you're, when are you at this point? Um, I'm aiming for sort of around six or seven in the evening, yep. like evening meal time, yep. so, so I might still be sitting around talking. It is dark, but by no means pitch dark. Yeah. Um, there are lights on inside all the world's meat. The doors are shut, um, and unusually for a butcher's shop, there are guards at the front door. Yeah. Um, two guys. The same two guys who were dealing with me, or two different That's perception. Guys? Okay. Uh, that's a, um, 18, and yep. I've got low light yep. vision. same two of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are like literally standing around with the with their hammers drawn, kind of vaguely on guard outside the door. Yeah, doesn't which, seem fair. They worked all day, which seems a little unnecessary because there's no money in here. Yeah, and and even places that have like places that have money tend to take it to the bank instead of leaving it in their premise heavily overnight. But you would consider this to be unusual activity. Yeah. Yeah, they're just kind of hanging around at the door. Yeah, listening, looking out. They and you head across to the roof of All the World's Meat. Yes. And you sculpt around on the roof for a bit. At this point, because it is actively guarded, I will call for a stealth check. Yes. Hopefully. In fact, she's talking nice. <laughs> Should I do that? Because I'm going around the back. You're going around the back? Then yeah. by all means. I am not having a good day, dice wise. That's good. And at this point, I am going to re-roll my plus five. You're 24. Oh, okay. Um, Changing dice again. Slightly better. Yep, but I do have good stealth. I just wasn't happy with the crit fumble. Um, okay, so that is a uh, 14 on the stealth. Okay. So, Klutzy and Muggins down there pick their noses a bit. Yeah. Um, and there's no sign. You land on the roof, there's a sort of like slight thud noise as you hit it. You pause briefly. There's no sign of anyone going, Oh, you watched it up there, or... It's been too long since I did any housebreaking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And yeah, there are lights on in the building below, so people are clearly. Maybe I shouldn't have made such a fuss. <laughs> Still, it'd be worse if I hadn't yet. No one's with me, right? Right. Now, it's a hot night. Have a window open. Have a window open. And Jack skulks around. Okay. Uh, at which point can you give me a perception check? Too much dice rolling in this game. <laughs> oh, I'm very sorry. Like, you can just fail, that's fine. Yeah, um, that is a 10 on the perception check. Yeah. Yeah. You can disappear in time. No, no. Um, oh, yeah. I'm looking at the time. Yeah. You can I'll just, in time I'll just um, do the perception check as well, because I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Downstairs, see what I can see. And all you can see is... Um, the bottom of the deep blue sea, sea, sea. <laughs> That's 16. <laughs> and you? Uh... So, at which point I will just continue to drive. Lucy, yeah. You're welcome to get off. Um, so, Jack, you listen out. Um, there's nothing on the top floor that you can pick. There's nothing on the top floor happening that you can pick up. Yeah. Um, whether or not it's because there's nothing there, or whether or not it's because the two neighbours next door have suddenly started a loud argument. Yeah. Completely unrelated to all the world's meets. The two yeah. of them screaming each other, You've been out seeing that Parisian girl again. You know. Look, she's just my hero reader. That stuff is bullshit, and you know it. <laughs> wow. Jack mutter curses under her breath. You don't really do stuff up with your eyes, don't you? Indraconic. <laughs> Lucy, on the other hand, on the bottom floor, um, perceives different things. Um, there are a couple of shadows in one of the downstairs back rooms working. Shadows. Um, there are loud. There are two guys butchering cows in there. You would guess. Um, and they are uh, yakking away to each other um, in common um, about what a crap about what a crap job butchery is. You hear one of them say, "Boy, this is a bullshit job, eh?" Bullshit. Boy, boy, no, I didn't know they'd be so. I didn't know it'd be so bloody hard to get rid to get rid of the bones and the meat. Well, just throw it down the just throw it down the grate. Makes you wonder why we're doing this. It's like because we're getting paid, idiot. Now hurry up and get rid of it. Chop, 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 chop some more. Getting That's weird. And that is what you get. Holy shit. Are they killing the cow for other purpose? Well, are they butchering cows? Well, they sounded like a cow. Mm. Anyway, feel free to. Yeah. Okay. okay, that's the dramatic part. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It sounded like a cow, or did it? <laughs> yeah. Alright. Thanks for coming. See you guys. See you yeah. next week. And that is, yep, yeah, that's you, all you get. Yeah. Bloody wars. You can't trust these skirt dancers. I've got to take a road and we'll get some work skill points. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um Jack will come back down to street level and um skulk up to find 
And Lucy comes around and says, I saw this. Blah. Well, that's creepy. I, I, I mean, um, it's a good thing you guys checked that meat was cow meat, otherwise I'd be thinking about other stuff. It sounds like they're trying to dispose of bodies or something. I mean, if they want to get rid of meat, why don't they just get, if they want to get rid of cow meat, why don't they just keep giving it away? All I, I'm sorry, all I heard was a couple of, um, couple, t- couple took it into their heads to have a big argument on the roof opposite and I got nothing. There's a brief smash and stay out! See, that right there, that's them. <laughs> they were really loud. So, but it sounds like there might be more going on in the bottom story anyway. I really want to pick, go up and try and peek in. Okay. How much do you want to go peek in? Because I'm thinking, you know, we could maybe create a distraction. I mean, we're not going to break into this place tonight, right? I don't know, are we? The age-old question. Well, that's the other thing. Break in tonight or break in later. But I, what I was thinking was, you know, there's a lot of people inside, right? We don't really know much of what's going on. Hmm. I mean, we could break in now, but that, that we were supposed to be trying to find out what's happening and we don't really know. But I was kind of thinking, um, if somebody bought these guys a nice cake to thank them for their work in the community that just happened to have something in it that made people go to sleep, it might be a lot easier to take a look at, you know, what was going on down there. <laughs> I don't know how to make such a cake, but I was thinking we do have a friend that's an alchemist now. <laughs> the, question, the question is, how smart are these guards? Well, the two, the two that... Ooh, um, look at the size of that booger. <laughs> you know, the two that, that big. Just, you, you see the two that are on guard out the front? Right. No, their names are Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I don't think they got this job. For, I don't think they got the job for their brains. But there's presumably certain smarter people. And Lucy's two don't sound too smart neither. You shut your mouth. I like my eight intelligence. <laughs> but there's, uh, there's presumably two. There's presumably some smarter guys somewhere in the building there. Not necessarily everyone will eat the cake. But I'm thinking anybody who does, we wouldn't have to worry about fighting. We could maybe pop around the bottom story a bit. <coughs> So, so the way we're looking at it now, oh. there's at least five people in that building, and yeah. likely, likely more. Yeah, two guards out front, two butchers on the floor, and Van Kastikin. And I don't think Van Kastik. It seems unlikely Van Kastikin's on his own. I think he might have some. I think it'd probably be him and one or two smarter guys. Could you see anything in this window? No, I couldn't get down to where the windows were. Too much noise. Too many lights. But I could try. I could have another crack and try yeah. and get up to. You work. could. You could theoretically climb down and look through windows, but it's it's riskier because yeah. he's looking out them. Yeah, I could try and have a look in the window where the butcher butchery is happening. See if I. Can, I really kind of want to try that to see what kind of meat's going on. Uh, maybe we can have a look around the back, see if we can get up a bit closer. So what I want to do at this point is some scouting. Yep. Um, I know where Lucy sculpted up to and was standing. Yep. Because um, she can tell us. Yep. So what we want to look at is, could we get round the... Like, obviously the front's got two guards on the door. Yep. Could we get round the back and get a bit closer so that the others can be nearby behind me while I sneak up and have a look at the window? You, uh, as in you want to move them to another alley around the back? Yeah, yes. Yeah, trivial. Cool. Alright, and then I want to sculpt but up. Basically, as soon as anyone approaches the building, the guys at the front get a perception check to hear you going clang, yeah. clang, clang around the back. Because it's explicitly what they're looking for. Uh, yeah. 
Um, but if you're just kind of in the streets, you know, if they hear you or not, they hear people who are in the streets around their building. Yeah. All right. So um, I have to start rolling well at some point. Yep. Je- thanks for the fact point, by the way, Maria. Jack's I'm oh, trying not to drain your entire supply with my crap ass rolling. Um, Jack's going to endeavour to sneak up and have a look through the window mm-hmm. where the butchery is going on, which I wear is more dangerous. But I want to reduce the danger level by creating an illusion that the window is there and there's no known pe- peering through it. Wow. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want to cast. The, I want to cast the illusion. I, I still need to make a stealth. window. Yeah. So I need to stealth up to the building, cast the spell, and stealth yeah, um, so, look through the window. So, so that's possibly two stealth checks. No, so you need stealth to move up to the building in the first place, because yeah. if they hear you and come around and see what's going on, they, they, that's the, that's game over. Yeah. Um, as soon as you cast your spell, however, that's it. Because they you can see through your own illusion, so you look, you stick your head up and look through the window and see what's happening in there. They look out the window and they see the empty street. Unless they actually come out and open the window yeah, or interact it. with your illusion in some way, they don't get a will save, period. So you don't have to worry about them making it. So it's it's a reasonably good plan. You need a stealth check to move up quietly. Because cool. you've got to move up quietly and then sit under the window going, hocus pocus, illusionist. Alright, so I will have passed on to the guys. Um, at this point, having um, struggled to sneak in already, um, if I get the sense that the guards are coming, I'm going to book and um, just and, and call it a night and try again on a different night. So. Or at least stop trying to scout. Run away for a bit and stop trying to scout around, because I oh, will consider that to have been blown. That's more like it. First number roll of the ten since I started doing all the skill challenge stuff. Uh, that is a 22 on the stealth. Yes. So you move up, you cast your illusion, and then you clamber up on the little crate that's behind yeah. the window and you look into it. And you see two more guards in there. A broad-shouldered guy with big, big, big-ass hairy sideburns. Um, and then a pretty thin and jittery guy who's going <laughs> and whacking away at some meat with a, a tenderizing hammer of some kind. Um, and you watch them for a bit. Um, Is it cow meat? Does it look like cows? Okay, so... As opposed to people. I, I'm not necessarily... I think it's a mix. <laughs> actually okay, so what you are looking at in here is, even through the closed window, <laughs> you can smell that reek of slaughter now that you're up close to it. Uh, the room itself is covered in blood, which yeah. under other circumstances might alarm you more. Yeah. Um, there's a metal track on the ceiling, meat hooks hanging up there, um, like, like hooks that you can push along, that sort of thing. Um, there's a big hammer sitting on the floor amidst what looks like a pretty permanent bloodstain. A bloodstained grill covering a big wide hole in the floor, uh, and a couple of big vats of water, uh, and a couple of barrels in here. Um, there is a dead cow on the floor, its Yay. blood draining down the hole, um, and like there are several bloody hunks missing off it, essentially. Okay. Um, and you watch this, uh, and as you do so, uh, you are welcome to make me a profession butchery. <laughs> Or a wisdom check. Okay, I'll, I'll take the wisdom. Mm-hmm. 27. Okay. I like you now, guys. So, 
The two of them are, are sort of just generally kibitzing back and forth. You yeah. watch this for a while because you can keep your illusion up as long as you concentrate on it. Yeah. So you just stand there looking through the window. And I can only cast it once a day, so but I'm pretty much not going to let it pass. The two of them kibitz back and forth, you know, a bit about the riots and this and that and what's happening in the city and, you know, whether the, the snake that waits for the three-headed chimera is totally the sexy woman that they imagine her voice to sound like yeah. and this sort of thing. Uh, at some point... The thin, jittery one comes over to the window and, you know, twitches a bit and stares out the window. And we do that dual camera thing. We see him stare directly at Jack. Then the camera pans round to his point of view and he's looking straight out on the street. The camera pans round back to Jack's point of view as she stands there looking smug. <laughs> um, they they whitter on and moan about their jobs for a bit. Uh, nothing terribly unusual about that. What does strike you as unusual is they're bitching about having to work, having, having to stick around and work after midnight. Um, but you're looking at them, there's this cow, um, and you can see past sort of into the next room, um, where there is an empty pen, clearly big enough to hold three or four cows, easy, and you're, you're looking at it and you're wondering, they don't look like they're particularly great at their job, but you don't think it should take them another six hours to finish butchering this cow, you're wondering what the hell they're going to be doing around here after midnight. Yeah. But, um, because they're, 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 they're bitching and moaning, you know, I can't believe we're going to have to work after midnight again tonight. You know, one of those bloody nights again. Oh, well. You know, they, they sort of work slowly on this thing. You vaguely get the impression they're kind of dragging out the work just to fill time. But certainly, unless they suddenly break both of their arms, they're not going to be butchering this cow come towards midnight. Yeah, so something else is going to happen at midnight. Uh, no precision to it. Vaguely after midnight. They're just yeah. thinking about we're going to have to work till after midnight tonight. Yeah. And then you need your fruit for it. Well, we haven't had you screaming and running away. So. Yeah, yeah. And can you give me a luck check? Uh, Twelve. Okay. Nothing extraordinarily remarkable by the way it happens. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, um... And yeah, the rest of you from well down the dark alley see Jack kind of goes up and sticks her nose through the window and watches for several tens of minutes. Yeah, so I waited around for about half an hour, 40 minutes, yep. but if nothing more exciting than cow butchery happens, then after I've observed this, I will eventually stealth back to... Just allow my amusement to dissipate and stealth back to the group in the alley. Can you give me a perception check as you watch this? Is there anything else you perceive? Ooh, yes. Uh, that would be a 25... Okay, so they hack a bit of meat off. They, they hack a bit of meat off. They've got a bone covered in meat from the cow. You are not a butcher. You have no idea whether they're doing the right thing or the wrong thing here. Yeah. You could vaguely guess some meat from the cow must be inedible. Yeah. But you have no earthly idea. Um, the big broad-shouldered guy takes some meat over, um, throws it onto the grate, stands well back and sort of smushes and mashes the beaten bone down into the grate with the hammer. Um, and the grate goes rock, rock, rock back and forward, and you see a couple of great big claws go snap, 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 out from under it and yank the meat down. Uh, there's something alive in there. Oh, okay. Stop bringing Do you down. have knowledge nature? Oh, in uh, fact, roll me knowledge nature. He does. He does. He does. He does. He's really good at all that. Uh, so that's a twelve. Yeah, there's totally something alive in there. Yeah. What's the best our friends of the crocodile? 
if it's got claws, probably not. Some sort of clawed thing in there is like reaches up, snaps some bone and meat, and pulls it down, and presumably eats it. So I, I, I want to know what they're doing. I'm re- reassured to discover what they're doing is butchering a cow. Um, I'm watching them for a while to get an idea of their pattern. They feed the cow. I spot them feeding some to the crab. I'm calling it a crab, but I yeah, yeah. what it is. Um, they put. They, d- d- are they putting some of it aside for what yes, looks yes, like? Yes, yes, quite, yeah. quite definitely. They, they butcher the cow, they put chunks of meat aside on the counter. Um, just large hunks from what you store in the store, the two other guys in the front cut into slices and things. For the right, so the, the, this is what it appears to be. They're butchering And, and they're taking chunk, as far as you can tell, arbitrary chunks of cow and bone and meat and stuffing it down the grate to dispose of it. Yep. So, um, we'll skulk back to the group and yell. So, good news, it is a cow. Uh, bad news, they're feeding it, to, they're feeding it least some of the meat to something with big claws. It lives under the it lives under the house, so there's some sort of beastie in there. In addition to the five or more of them, um, and something's going to happen after midnight because they're bitching about having to work till then. But I'm all out of illusion. I'm getting tired and I'm all out of illusion spells, so I don't know if we want to stick around till then and try and find out what's happening. But if we do, we might need another plan. I think we should consider involving <laughs> Well, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night. Just tonight, we know that they're working until midnight. Maybe not tomorrow. They uh, we, have, we have been uh, we have been paid to investigate the matter, after all. All right. Well, I can have another try at sneaking up, but if I start peering in any more windows, I'm not going to be able to hide myself as well because that was that was the only time I can cast that spell for death. Yeah. Well, you could you could just listen and see. But when you hear something that sounds different. To what you were hearing before. That's true, and I could open the window and have a quick peek, and then run away. Hmm. All right. So, so you're going to go around the building and poke your head into everything you can get into, basically. Uh, the conception enough? was I'm waiting because right now they're butchering the cow. Yeah. There. I'm going to keep my ears open and wait until it sounds like stuff might be happening after midnight, and then have a bit of a twisty around to see if I can see what I can see. Okay. Are you hanging around the back? Are you hanging around the front? Or are you encircling the building periodically? I think um, I will have a look around the place generally. Yep. Um, but I think maybe, we, in fact, maybe we can divide this How up. A couple of people keep watch on the front and a couple of people keep watch on the back. How far away are we from the nearest pub? Uh... Okay. The other possibility I can think of is if he's any decent man, he might be at the pub at this hour. Yeah, well, you could go in, you could go in and have a look, see and see if... See yes, if it's now is. hitting, like, 7pm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe try and get him talking. Yeah. I might go and have a look at Well, you know, you know what, and I describe the cool boy, or some of his men might be, you know what they look like, and I describe the cow, weird yeah. cow and yeah. It wouldn't be too hard to find them. Yeah. Okay. Alright, do any of you two want to come with me? I think I better keep an eye on these two. That's you never know them at all, may break out. So Lucy in the bubble goes with you. <laughs> yeah, let's hit the bar. Well, the, the point is, if trouble strikes next now session, she will be now that there. Now that I'm just an NPC, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm no, the, the rule Lucy is that you can't seduce people who are in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> no touching the bubble. Yeah, no touching the bubble. But the point.
point is next session of trouble if we if we trip over trouble yeah. you have a backup PC. Yeah. So Sylvia, you you wander off to see if Van Kaskikens in the local pub. Yeah. Uh, you can very easily assess he's not. Okay. As to where he is, you could certainly ask around the pubs and find out, but mm-hmm. that moves into streetwise in a couple of hours worth of doing so. On okay. the other I'll hand, we are we are waiting till midnight, so he's yeah. actually yeah. got that yeah. night time. Going. I'm just filling in time at the moment. So is this is streetwise. Yep. Uh, no. <laughs> I got two. No, sorry, four. Okay. You you find nobody who's you you find several surly people who ain't never heard of him. You piss off, you know. Oh. And it turns out to be this isn't Silver's usual class of pub. This yeah. is the lower end kind yeah, where they don't like. This appears to be kind of where everyone minds their own business and no one asks questions. Yeah, no right. one likes pretty apparently Verizian voice with Rainbow yeah. here. Like you got someone say, "Excuse me, I'm looking for a man. Never heard of him. I haven't described him or given you his name in any way. Yeah, well, I still don't know him." Back <laughs> off. So it was a good idea. If you've yeah. the 25, you could very well be telling us all about Van Kassigan right as we speak. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I know the pain of the poor, poor number on the skill check. I had a number of awful, awful all Those of you who are lurking um, can give me a perception check. The two of you who are not at the building, give it, me, it to me at minus five. Nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> 20, 23. <laughs> Well, I sense that you guys might be about to spot this. Uh, did either of you two rolling at penalties hit a difficulty of one? No, I, I got a zero. <laughs> did you in fact hit this or not? Uh, I, I got a five, so... Yeah, so you will hear this. Um, silver what? <laughs> no, Silver the pub investigator. Oh, was I not part of that role anyway? You were, but no. I had a minus five. Yeah, so I got a zero. So well, no, because at this stage you were up the road at the pub. Yeah, that's yeah. So he, he yeah. definitely don't hear anything from no, us. No, he, he, he meant people who are further back from yeah. the building at the oh, minus five. People who are in the pub take a minus twenty-five because the pub is simple, is like okay, five minutes so away. There is no hope in hell. I heard this. No, because no, the, the point is you're literally like ten minutes walk away. So yeah. anyway, five. you you hear Jack. You hear this really clearly from around yeah. the front of the shop, uh, and Garen. You hear it a little further, a little more distantly, but you still hear it clear enough to make out what's going on. You, you hear, bloody it, you know. All right, it's time to get on with. It's time to get on with it. Then this is from the two guards around the front of the shop. Uh, Mulder, check me chain mail and see if it's any good at that. It's bloody rusting in here. Well, that's because I gets blood all over it with the meat, don't I? I'm gonna have to buy some new stuff sooner or later. You could clean it, you know. I ain't got time to clean it. There's profit to be made. Yeah, come on. We got work to do. Let's piss off and leave this misery shack for another day. And given that they have what they have rolled for their stealth, he literally turns around, bangs heavily on the front door with his mailed fist a couple of times, and shouts, "Yo, pans, we're going out to do the job. We'll be back later." And you hear, yeah, yeah, from inside from the two in the butcher's put. <laughs> and it sounds like the two guards out the front are leaving and going off to do a thing. This yeah. is at about 9, 9.30. Okay. So I um, wish to follow them with, um, I will nod to Flora, I will detour through the alley and not nod to Flora and Garen to follow me. Yep. 
and endeavour to trail them through the city. Okay. In a stealthy manner. Yep. So, With a full plate out armor. Well, no, those guys are further back because they just have to follow me, so I'm hoping it's going to be me making the stealth check. So you have a couple of choices here. You, yep. you clearly get a good indication that they're going to get ready and leaving, and basically they check their weapons, they check their mail, they check they're all ready to go, and they start going. So you've yep. got a couple of minutes on this. Um, you could go, theoretically go off and find Silver. You have a pretty good idea where he went. Yeah. Um, but that runs the risk of losing them. Yeah. Um, or you could go straight after them and not have Silver with you if anything happens. Yeah. Silver and... And Lucy, yeah. yeah. Um, You're impulsive. I'm sure you'll trace after them. <laughs> well, I do think this is an opportunity to find out what's going on. Yep. Um, so, you know, I will... Um, I will dash back for these two because they're much nearer yeah, by. Yeah. They're, they're heading out. Maybe somebody leave a note for Silver? Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, things Garen probably you starts guys... coming forward and he's, oh, we're leaving, bang, bang, bang. You, you, you guys stay back far enough that they can't see you, okay? Flora, you're petting another yeah, cat yeah. and paying no attention when this goes down. Okay, yes, so we want to leave a note for Silver saying following bad people. Yep. Okay, and certainly you can trivially follow them off from the shop for a bit. Um, sooner or later, however, they might get wise to the fact that the same three people, like three people walking yeah. the streets tonight is completely unremarkable. Where it gets remarkable is that you're following them down the exact same roads they're yeah. going multiple times, and that's when the stealth rolls come in. Yeah. Hmm? Yes. So can these two roll it upon us because they're further back? Uh, not if they want to keep track of where these guys are. And, like, as in they watch me, I watch them? Slightly, slightly further back. Is that doable or no? Not really. Okay, no, no worries. All right, then it's all three stealth rolls. If we get in trouble, we get in trouble. <laughs> oh dear. Twenty. Seven. <gasps> wow. I lose to that. I, I make it eight. You lose to it. Yep. I'm in chainmail. But. You do have your fate points, if we want, given that we're really close to pulling this off. And harrow points, given that um, oh, is stealth, stealth is a dexterity Oh, that's challenge. a good idea. I mean, I know you've only got one, but... Yeah, that's my card. Yeah, you might not want to spend your no, card. No, not your card, your harrow point. Oh. You've got a harrow point in addition to your card. Which you can spend to re-roll dexterity-based jets. Yes. Like Which means that Maroon has indefinite usage for poor quality, trying to get a poor quality stealth check up to there. I mean, you don't need to this time, but that will actually be really helpful. Fortunately, we're morons. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. It's very thoughtful. I rolled a 12 and then I did the minus 5. Our perception skill is negative. Zero. Fortunately, we can still hear a dwarf who play armor. It's well, not played, it's changed. The other possibility is that oh, um, um, some, either someone can, because what we really need is a d6 on top of it. You're now sitting at zero. Yeah. Ah, right. Okay, yeah, no, that's too high. <laughs> Alright, I think that at this point we're, um, we're, Garen is, Garen is made. Okay, so, the, the two of them are sort of walking through the streets vaguely, talking lightly to each other. You follow them for a couple, you follow them for three, four blocks easily. Um, and then they, they sort of look around, um, and... Everybody gets a perception check opposed by their stealth. No. It'll just be awesome. Eleven. Five. And the Chris has moved around the table to me. Yeah. Two. Okay. So, 
you two will... So Jaron thinks he's being real stealthy. Jaron thinks he's being real stealthy. Jack and Flora, you, you, you're you all sort of split up slightly, yeah. so you're not this obvious group of three people walking together in the streets. You both hear them lean in and mutter to each other. Look, I think that dwarf's following us. You know, I saw that same dwarf a couple of streets ago. Don't be stupid. All dwarves look the same. Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh, I'm so racist. Nah, nah. I'm pretty sure it's the same dwarf. What would a dwarf be doing following us? Maybe he's on to us, eh? Well, what are we going to do? Are we going to take him out? Oh, I think we should probably call this old mess off. I don't like him. He's got the look of a guard about him. Uh, should we get him? And, uh, in fact, can you roll me an intimidate check? No. <laughs> You're the friendliest. We could totally take him. <laughs> he looks a bit pants to me. <laughs> he looks like one of them cobbers who has to wear heavy armour because he ain't that, doesn't know how to swing his weapon. What? Oh, we no. could we could mash him up easy. <laughs> okay. Let's lay an ambush for him around the next alley corner. Okay, and I think at this point, um, Flora and um, Jack stop Garn from going Garn going around the next alley corner. So they've only seen him, they haven't yep. seen you two. As soon as you start interacting with him, then you two need to give me stealth checks again. Yeah, okay, I will. Because you want to try and pass, go and go and hang on, they're planning on ambushing yeah. you without them going, oh, what's the gnome doing talking to the dwarf? Okay, I got a little 11. Ah, I see you. Four. I see you okay. both. All right, so, so fucking oh, clever. Okay, so as we as we endeavour to stop Garen from walking into the ambush, we blow our cover yes, so because suddenly they sort of walk forward and grab Garen by the shoulders. Yeah. Gone, and, and they look, they sort of look round, and, and, and suddenly place that the two people they hadn't been paying so much attention to also now that they think about it actually kind of look familiar as well. Yeah. Huh? And. They will, at this point, look at, give each other a glance and take off. They start running. Yeah. Tamara's running by one weakness. They're in heavy armor too, however. Which way are they running? Are they running back towards the store? Uh, at this point, they're running down the alleyway that they were getting into. Okay. Chase. <laughs> this isn't whole patch. <laughs> it is for the dwarf. <laughs> I'm chasing after them. Okay. Okay, if Garen's chasing after them, then we perforce have to follow, I, I even though we've won, it's not the sensible plan. Everyone here runs at 20 foot around. Yeah, so that makes everyone. The, yes. Yeah, these two are in heavy armor, yeah. I am little and they're in heavy armor. Oh my gosh, um, if only I was there. At which point? Oh, so what will happen here is Jack will actually start, Jack will actually start running away. Glance round, see that Garen is running the other direction. Sigh a deep gnome <laughs> sigh, turn round. will be right there with you and show you. At which point this becomes a contest less of speed. Doesn't he know when it's time to run away? Less of speed and more of endurance as you will run several streets without getting all that close to each other and it's just a question of food flags first. <laughs> uh, at this point, it is a constitution check. <laughs> um, you of course have endurance, so you add a plus eight bonus to this. <laughs> so you know, I suspect you... 20, 26. Uh, 17 you are opposing. 25. Ha, kicked your ass, and I don't have endurance. Uh, but I do have a yeah. racial bonus. Yeah. So, <laughs> so these yeah. guys are not in stunning shape. They run yeah. you for a couple of streets and then <laughs> start to wheeze not the highest quality. and slow down, and you you start closing all of them. Yeah. And what's your intent here? Like oh, if you're going to start, party, if Garen's you're going to run up and start after. whacking them with a with a with a 
more axe, their solution is going to be quite different to merely if you run up and tackle them or run up and shout or you or whatever <laughs> in the neighbourhood. But they're, they're flagging, they're slowing down, you're clearly going to overtake them. Nice. Um, as I'm getting close to them, I'm going to slow down a bit. Yeah. Uh, have, I have my sack out. And as, as the losers of the chase, they lose the option to change their plan and turn around and engage you. You get the first whatever you want to do. Okay. So uh, you, you have your sap out. They've drawn their hammers as they run, unsurprisingly. Mm-hmm. Alright, lads. Whacking my sap to my hand. This is the way it's going to go. You're going to tell me what you're doing in this fine night. Breaking perfectly good armor too, may I add. And I'm, and if you do that, you won't go home with some bruising. If you do, if you don't do that, however, you're gonna see the inside of a cell. You see the color you were intimidated, chief. Oh god. <laughs> we should have brought the silver. Oh, you're the worst guy. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't bring, we didn't bring our intimidate monkey, but we have the dumbest, we have the dumbest two members of the organization. <laughs> I suspect they're one will, um, play that. Um, yes. and, and additionally, at this point, given that these are the two who were out, who were in the shop, yep. they probably recognize Jack, because, you know, Jack's cover is born. Uh, are you... Ba- but you're back in your regular game. Yeah, yeah. I am. Right different. Oh, okay. And as they, as as they have time. failed to recognize anything unusual about you in disguise, oh, sweet. they fail to connect the disguise to you. Oh, cool. Okay. This is, this is how I've gone around so long here, yeah. Silver. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm just coloring my hair and my skin. I'm not actually changing how I physically oh, look. But you're oh, this sounds good. This sounds so, yes, good. You, you thoroughly intimidate them. They yes. uh, roll on. They do get Did you roll? some bonus. Oh, I've they do get some bonuses on that that brings them up to like. This might be well. This might be a plus because what we found out with Elder, when Eldorith decided to intimidate some gnomes by deboning, I don't know if you remember when he intimidated the goblins by deboning them. Is there such a thing as too high a success on intimidate chip? Sometimes of, people just they, give her in fear. They both sort of raise their hammers slowly. They're not putting their hands up per se. They're just you know I'm I'm no longer threatening you with this. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just holding it up here, sort of thing. It's just. Yeah, what what are you then? What, what are you then, Mister? What do you want? Well, I just and they 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 calm, wheeze a bit, and start kind of cooperating a little. Well, I just want to hear what you're doing on this fine night. Yeah, we was we was just off to our our work, our our employment night. That's all. Nothing, nothing illegal about that. Nothing illegal going on here at all. Definitely, like. Yeah, but you know, it's after midnight. Not a lot of legal things to be doing. Lot, Technically, lot, it's not, it's, but um, it's yeah, late night. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a funny hour of the night to be working. Yeah, well. Maybe if you told us what you were doing, we'd believe you that it was legitimate. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I, we. What we're doing is like totally legitimate. Like it, it don't involve nothing illegal or, or these hammers or nothing. <laughs> so basically, um, having successfully intimidated them, uh, their attitude moves towards friendly. Their attitude yeah. goes to friendly, quote unquote. 
but there's still a limitation on what they'll tell you, because if it's things that will obviously incriminate them that they wouldn't tell their friend, then they won't tell you, no. even though they're scared of you. Nice. But it's written all over his face. You're totally not going to do anything with these hammers. Well, that's a fun thing to hear. So you won't mind if we tag along with you to your place of your work of establishment, then? The two of them look at each other. Yeah, no, no, um, yeah, yeah, no, no problem, like, um, yeah, yeah, alright, let's, let's do that. They sort of slowly put their hammers down and put them away. Yeah, I'm keeping my staff out. I would trust them a bit. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm ready to... At which point they they will endeavour to walk out of um, being smacked in the head range of you. And they will, keeping a careful eye on you, walk you along mm-hmm. and walk you back to all the world's meat. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is our butcher shop, like, where we, where we works, like, like, butchering. And, you know... We was we was going out to to you know um, to to head to here to do some butchering like yeah. Well, I gave you the runaround. <laughs> but the lie is, is transparently obvious. On the other hand, they did bring us back to the vicinity of all the world's meat, which does mean that you know if anyone with better intimidate skills might be skulking in dark, yeah. whirling, wondering where the fuck his party members have gone. <laughs> and. The three of you will get a sense motive check here at a plus five bonus because they are disgorging lots of details they would prefer not to discuss. Twenty-one. Twenty-three. Oh god, they're all that fucking. Of course. <laughs> okay. Three. Plus four. Seventeen. Plus five. They go three on the bluff. You don't need to. I actually do because it's the degrees of success. Oh, okay, right. So twenty-two. Nineteen plus four. Oh, it's 23. Okay. That's three, degrees of, that's three degrees of success, so you get as much as you're going to get out of this anyway. Yeah. Um, they say, like, yeah, like, like, we wasn't doing nothing illegal with these hammers. Yeah, these these are for butchering. Like, they're clearly not. They're, they're war hammers. They're obviously weapons. Yeah, like, for butchering. And the two of them look at each other like they've been really cunning and, and wink a bit at each oh other. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I, and, and they continue to insist that they totally weren't going to do anything illegal with these hammers. And, you know, then come back to the butcher's shop. You know, our goal was, like, to come to the butcher's shop all along. Yeah, we was just out for the night air, yeah, and they, they contradict their own story seven or eight times. And reading between the lines of what they're not telling you, they were totally going out there to beat the shit out of someone with these hammers. Um, they keep telling you they were coming back to the world's meat, and that's the bit you actually believe. You're pretty sure they, they're going out there to beat someone to death with hammers for for reasons of profit, um, and then bring them back here to dispose of the body. So even though there's a cow in there, cow is not the only thing this butchery is used for butchery. It looks like they might do other jobs after midnight. Ah. Yeah, so they don't tell you any of this, they just repeatedly just, no, like, we wasn't doing nothing illegal, you know, and, and... Definitely not in Northgate, no. No, not at all, not there. <laughs> you know, that's not where we was going. Do we even know anyone who lives in Northgate? Yeah, they're, they're target could be anyone. Okay. There's thousands <laughs> of people in Corvosa. Yeah. 
Yeah, like you, you can't get from a sense motive check information that isn't uh, oh, yeah. and they're, they're not quite dumb enough to tell you we totally wasn't going to go kill Bob Smith on such and such street. Yeah. So we, but it's, yeah, we was going to we was going back to all the world's meet. Yeah, that was it. You know, we wasn't going we wasn't going to North Street. No, no ain't nothing happened on North Street this time of night. Ah. Uh, right. So um. I got Lord, a Lord, you're dumb. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, I knew you were dumb going in, but you're even dumber now. I, um, say in Parisian, not tell Dane, um, and look hopefully at Garen to see if he knows it, um, they're bad people and we should probably take them out if they're going around killing folk. Uh, Garen looks black. With that degree on your sense motive check, you get this information before you get back to all the world's meet, where they've potentially got backups. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm be like, mm-hmm. So at this point, you're just on an arbitrary street. Yeah. So, um, and I will respond in Verizian. We should knock them out and take them to the guards. And they sort of look round at you talking in Verizian, but... Yeah, and um, I will um, draw my set, thwack it in my head and nod at them, thwack it in my hand and nod, look at Garen and nod. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, um, gesture which even these idiots will probably spot. Well, Addis, this looks like you've been straight and true with us, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. We're as honest as the day is long, boy. It's a long oh, day when you finish oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. You did not go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing you didn't go to North Street Lattice. Northgate. Northgate Lattice. Just like it's a good thing you're not going to sleep right now. Head attack. What? Hang on. <laughs> I think something's going on here. I think... Do you actually speak Parisian? Were you following that conversation? No. no. But she but gave you I, I gave them a hint, but because he doesn't speak Parisian, I yeah. had to make it a, a visible hint, so that, 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 I mean, I can make a bluff check, but well, it should be, it, it would be hard to miss. I think we'll have bluff checks from the three of you then. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. They are getting a bonus on this, they are getting a bonus on this, it's bonus on this, it's bonus on this, Dumb and Dumber, terrible. Dumb and Dumber watch you talk in Parisian and just kind of shrug it off, because who cares what chicks have to say, y'all. Um, <laughs> However, the big burly dwarf is clearly intent on violence. Yes, they're clearly watching the dwarf at yeah. this point. Um. And I don't know if we want I to go, to, go to initiative pop. here. I imagine it will be a fairly quick combat. Uh, okay. Well, on the other hand, it is already 10.24 at this time, so we're 10 minutes over time as it is before we start the combat. Okay. Uh, but you, you reckon it will be only be a couple of rounds? Well, I suspect you're going to stab them in the head and knock them out in 10 seconds flat. Right? Okay, let, let's just go with that then. Okay, so can I get initiative from the three of you? Cheap. Oh my gosh, Adam, change your times. <laughs> no. Five. Four. Seventeen. Close <laughs> sneak attack. Yeah, well, they're surprised for me, right? They didn't see me coming. Yeah, that's, they saw that's you true. coming. <laughs> I'm the distraction. Jack. Four. Five. Four, of course. But I've still got just the one. Does he even improve initiative? No, I rolled a two. Oh, and okay. I... Plus two. I thought it was... I thought you rolled crapper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they're staring at Garrett. 
Boy, look out, he's making a move. <laughs> and that's when Jack hits him in the back of the head with the staff. Yeah, alright, oh so I'm, I'm hitting dumb. Yeah, as you and Flora both get a surprise round here. Yeah. <laughs> alright, so, um, I will, I drew my sap to make the point to Garen, and some of us were carrying weapons already, yeah. so can I surprise round him and You can indeed. I stand The right's time, smack. Yep, I hit one of them in the back of the head with the staff. Yep. In fact, given that I'm me, I probably hit him in the back of the knee with a sap so he knocks over, falls over and hits his head. Yep. You know, it's more. Yay! But startlingly yes, accurate. Um, 18 to hit. Okay, he is still actually wearing heavy armour, albeit um, no, they wouldn't have their shields out at this point because they put their weapons away. So you crack him on the back of his chainmail skull and he goes, Oh! And um, that's five points of damage or I... Um, Hit him in a vital area. I'm not, I'm not unconscious yet. Uh, uh, moderately well, vital. I'm fine. Laura, what are you doing? the same guy with the flat of the rapier blade. Yep. Because I'm knocking out. Yep. So it's going to so be a minus four. It's a minus four to hit. I think no. with the, you're bumping him with the hilt because yeah. rapier blades don't have the, a flat. You smack him with the hilt, but it bounces off his chainmail. Yeah, and I, since these two are ganging up on one of them, I'll. Oh, no, uh, that's a surprise in. round. That's their surprise round. Okay. Then they, then we come round to the next round, and they are surprisingly quick. Oi! What's going on here? Oi! Dream! them! And yank their weapons out. Yep. Um, and... We'll no time to cast Mage Armor. We're going to look. Swing for the hostile dwarf with his dwarfy weapons. Yep. Yeah, go, for, go for the big guy with the heavy armor. That will work out really well for you as a spirit. Seven quite certainly won't. I imagine the twenty will hit you. Yes. Damn it, if I had beaten them in initiative, I could have sneaked attack to them again. Yes, they're really quick, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, the one thing they're good at doing is reacting quickly when situations get out of their control. Which makes sense with their guards. Although, really yeah. not the best and brightest. Have three damage. One of them clubs you with the hammer, and the other one clubs you with the hammer as well, but it bounces off your armor. Hmm. And then it's you, Jack. No longer surprising you. Yeah, I know. So I'll just I try would, and hit... Is she flanking easily, if you so choose? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm flanking down with you. Slip around and flanking. Okay, uh, so that's a 19 to hit. It hits him. And I sneak, attack him. I, hit, I sneak attack him again. Yeah, they have shields, but they haven't drawn them. Kill well, them. in all fairness, I've only had one round. No, they whiffed on the first on the <laughs> round. Um, so I got a f- I got get a five. Oh, oh. You're oh, staggering. Oh, I'm dumb. <laughs> Not quite out yet, though. Flora, what have you got to say for yourself? I'm attempting the same thing again and hoping I roll more than a two. You did? It's more than a two! You did, but it still won't do it. (laughs) It's it's like the... the, 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 um... I've got a good AC. Okay, I go with the one that's just about gone. Yep. Another round for Uh, that. That's a ten. (laughs) You lot are in over your heads. Okay. Oh, it's stop dumb. trying to do something. <laughs> it's dumb. Well, remember, if you start, if you start lethal doing, if you start doing lethal, they'll start bleeding to death if you yeah. take them now. Yeah. I'm not going to stop doing non-lethal. Okay. I just did. I could. You don't know who you're messing with here. We're the cow Emma boys. They pull out the shields and whack Garrett some more. Yeah. I'm going to show my eyes whack. at the cow. No, I didn't think so. Okay, and Jack gets another flanking. Yep. You're, you're doing a great job with that flanking. Okay, that's a lot more than last time. Yep. 
And that's eight points. I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really pretty certain I've got a good spot. You here. turn out Dumb's lights, and down he goes. <laughs> yep. Dumb's turn. Oi, bow Drago, get up, like. No, Dumb just had it. Dumb, Dumb just no, had no. it. No, no, I need to oh, okay. get her attack. Yes, you can beat old Dumb. Maybe we're all on the table. This cool version guard chainmail's pretty good. Alright, come on, guard. Uh-huh. I'm not flanking you for this one yet because I haven't moved up. Okay, so that's a uh, 14. Click. <laughs> I've got my shield up now. Okay, it's just, it's Dumber's turn. Yep. Unless Dumber can count. I'm going to beat that dwarf to death. Like this. Whoa, oh shit, my overbalance did pull me hamstring. <laughs> oh shit, did he roll one? Yes. So yeah, now I'm moving to flanking, and now I'm flanking with Garen, but I finally roll poorly, that's a seven. Shield will keep me safe, I'm king. Okay, and it's, um, Flora, Flora, non- Flora doing the sooner or later she'll roll a high number. Yeah, Like that. Uh, but still minus four plus whatever your bonus is. Three. So, twelve. No, not even close. Heavy armor, shield. Right, here you go. You're beating the top of your rapier and you just yeah, trying to get it. Yeah, it's better. It's a 20 to hit. Yes, it is. Yep. For 4 damage. Is that non-lethal? You're yes. Yep. Stepping him. Oh, I stopped it. Alright, and then you don't get to action. You're going to get it, dwarf. You don't know you're messing with... We cow hammer boys are fed everywhere around this neighborhood. Like, for example, like, because of this... I'm real strong, and he swings wildly at you, and he kind of steps to the side. Who <laughs> <laughs> came up with your name? It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. Okay, that's... We put our heads together on that one. I wanted you to be smack the... them together? I wanted to be the cowboys, but Beldrago, he wanted to be the hammer boys, so we compromised. I like cowboys. Cowboys uh, are too came up with it. That makes perfect sense. Okay, I got a, um... I got a um, 13 to hit, so that's a presumed game. Yep, bounces off. Yep. Flora? Flora, there you go. Nope. Nope. Probably not. Uh, 17. Nope. Yep. D- Dumber again? Yep. He's gonna beat me a dwarf to death. He's. D- yeah. What is your AC? <laughs> 17. Yeah, no. <laughs> This heavy armor is bullshit. No, nah, I, 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 I had my zone for dumb. I've got nothing on dumb. Up, go ahead, Flora. Huh? Yes, Flora, yes. oh. okay. oh. definitely you, a hit. You crit threaten him. Uh, so you roll can re-roll it, or you can spend a card if you wish to confirm it automatically. We, we're winning against Dumber. It's not worth the card. Yeah, okay. but re-roll it anyway. Oh, then we do it. So that's sixteen. That is. Yep. That's thirteen, sixteen. That yes. will not confirm. Um, oh, oh, so close. Oh, well, regular, that, regular, um, and because she rolled the minus four on the attack, yep. that's, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, regular rapier d- damage. Do you have any strength bonus for that? Yep. Uh, so that's seven damage. Nice. Okay. A good solid flock with the hills of the rapier. Uh, here you go. Oh, ow! Oh, that's cheating, like! You're ganging up on me! Use your bullies! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are bullies. <laughs> <laughs> they were, well, they were, they're murderers for hire. Yeah. I'm not here, I don't know them. Well, well, of course we're bullies. Bull, cow. What's a bull got to do with cows? That's and I whacked him in the head before. Oh, me brain. Oh, my <laughs> 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 oh, my God. 
conscious now, <laughs> and I'm never going to know what bulls have to do with cows. <laughs> you well, crack that, him, was, that was needlessly You crack him across the skull of the house with the, with the staff, and he slumps down to the ground unconscious. Yes, but nice. um, it's just a car, he goes back in the car. It's gone long enough that a few people are starting to look out the windows and go, hey, what's going on down there? But the the two cow hammer boys have been defeated by their intellectual superiors. <laughs> a bunch of saps. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Oh, oh. Oh, it's not my fault we don't have good stats. And we should dump them. He only gives you skill points. Just about the amount of times that you guys rolled.